the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. <clears throat> Excuse me. Good afternoon. Welcome to this very historic edition of the Bill Bunkley Show as we are broadcasting on Salem Radio all across Central Florida this afternoon. We are standing by. History is in the making. The first time a sitting president has been indicted in a court of law. Welcome and glad you're with us today. I want to give you our telephone number right off the bat because as we go through the facts and the coverage today of the indictment of uh, former President Donald Trump, I want to give you an opportunity to uh, sound off and give us your opinion as we are moving through this. That number is 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. We are standing by as uh, the entire country is standing by. Uh, Today, it was uh, day two of a sort of a a moment of an O.J. Simpson moment. Uh, Now, this wasn't a white Bronco that uh, all of the news helicopters, and I'm sure... Uh, Police helicopters, uh, government secret service uh, helicopters and whatnot. But uh, earlier today, the uh, president left Trump Tower where he spent the night and uh, he motorcade up to the district courthouse there in Manhattan. Uh, He was seen leaving the hotel and gave a a fist signal like, uh, we're going, let's do this. Uh, when he arrived at the courthouse, uh, he basically just got out of the the black uh, suburban and uh, went into the courthouse. As that p- process was taking place, he was uh, upstairs um, at a point where he would be giving his, his fingerprints. Uh, he was not handcuffed going in or out and won't be handcuffed. And uh, we believe uh, that uh, he was not going to be photographed either. Uh, in a mugshot. So he went upstairs uh, going through the procedures of checking in. And then just moments before the 2.15 uh, start time for the actual uh, indictment uh, hearing, 
Uh, he exited uh, a door. There was a bank of cameras there. There's a shot of him as he just very quickly turned the corner and went into the courtroom. Uh, subsequent to that, uh, so there's one picture. And then the official court picture uh, that has been up for quite some time has the president uh, sitting at the defense table. Uh, of course, he has his defense team on his left and his right. He's wearing a uh, blue suit <clears throat> with a white uh, shirt and his uh, customary red tie. And uh, so there's one photograph that was allowed inside the courtroom. Now, there are no cell phones or any kind of live transmission of what has been transpiring in the courtroom because he's still in the courtroom. We did get word that the president's uh, first word was that uh, he pleaded not guilty. Now, and I'm going to depend on Brian a lot because Brian is listening to the feeds and I can't listen to the feeds with the latest. But Brian, if you'll keep an eye out on what you're listening to, um, there is a report from Reuters. And again, this is, gets a little bit dicey because none of this is supposed to be coming out of the courtroom live. But uh, Reuters is reporting that, uh, in fact, not only 34 counts, but 34 felony counts. 34 felony counts, that's per Reuters of the charges against him. And we're learning that the felony counts has to do with uh, bookkeeping, uh, has to do with reporting. And so um, we're waiting to find out a little bit more about how that is going to uh, play out. So um, there's going to be uh, numerous motions we anticipate. Uh, we believe that there's going to be a, a motion to dismiss right off the bat by Team Trump. Uh, there's going to be uh, a motion to do a change of menu, uh, a venue that the president would not be able to get a fair trial there in uh, Manhattan. Uh, <clears throat> at some point in time, there could be a, uh, a motion to change judges. Uh, there are all sorts of uh, uh, potential motions that are on the table. And keep in mind that the defense team, um, they're going to, whether well, they've already quickly assessed what we've all been waiting to hear, and is just what is the charges that Alvin Bragg has uh, brought against the former president of the United States of America. So as we're watching this unfold, a couple things to, um, uh, to keep in mind, and that is that uh, <clears throat> we don't know whether the judge is going to issue a gag order on President Trump or not. Uh, he could issue an order that forbids the president to talk about this case uh, until it goes to trial. Um, there's many other um, uh, angles here that uh, we've heard some of the glimpse, uh, heard some uh, glimpses of what uh, the lead defense attorney has in mind for when this case was uh, going to roll out. Uh, but basically, um, we'll have to see just exactly which route that uh, it's going. You know, these arraignments, by the way, it's an arraignment. These arraignments can last either just a few minutes or they can last a long time. And so my sense is, is that uh, they have not exited the courtroom 
And um, with the number of uh, potential challenges that uh, Team Trump may be making before the judge right at right the get-go, right, right after, you know, the charges are announced and the president has uh, stood before the court and said not guilty to all 34 charges, well, now we're in the point where there could be a series of motions. And each motion that's made, the defense makes its motion. Then the district attorney team will uh, respond to the motion. Of course, any motions to try and stop this case from going forward or moving venue, those would be met with um, a strenuous opposition from the defense team. So uh, my point is these, uh, this back and forth could be uh, going on for uh, quite some time. And so as uh, everyone is waiting to see uh, exactly what's going to be happening, we know that uh, the, the district attorney, Alvin Bragg, is going to, at least he's scheduled to have a news conference after uh, these proceedings. So uh, we are with you up into the uh, 6 o'clock hour today. So I can tell you that uh, we still have to, uh, of course, take our commercial breaks. But other than that, uh, when uh, Mr. Bragg comes to the microphones, uh, we'll be bringing you that coverage. Again, all of this up into the 6 o'clock hour. And we will resume our normal programming with um, uh, Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold and his program at 6 o'clock. So we'll be hearing from the uh, district attorney. Now, President Trump had said that when he went into the courtroom and as he was exiting, we were under the impression that he was uh, wanting to make a quick statement to the press. That did not happen. He just kind of walked by, had sort of a, a little bit of a glare on his face as he looked into the media and the cameras. He walked right into the courtroom. Now we're waiting to see if he's going to come out and have any kind of a, a brief statement after he exits the courtroom. Now, some of this and what he will say will have a lot to do with whether the uh, the judge has uh, ordered him or people connected with the case not to speak to the media. All of this is is so magnified above a regular case. This is the former president of the United States. We've got uh, protesters and counter protesters waiting right there on the streets of New York. Uh, Congressman Green is going to be leading the Trump protest. So how this is handled, and right now, at least on the uh, on the right, there's a tremendous distrust of everything that's going on here. I mentioned yesterday, and I stand by my comments, that what's happening here, I believe, is a political witch hunt. Um, I'm not original with that. That has been said long before I'm mentioning it here today. Yesterday I said, and I'm sure others have said it as well, that Lady Justice is no longer blindfolded in this case. And I think it's fair to say that when it comes to Donald Trump, um, all the rule books are thrown out the window. There is such a level of disdain on the left for not only Donald Trump himself, but uh, his value system in terms of his uh, uh, governmental decisions. Um, 
especially in the most probably liberal, one of the most liberal sections of our country. That could be New York City. That could be San Francisco. That could be downtown L.A. Could be uh, Chicago, Illinois. You understand what I'm saying. And so when you are attempting to get a jury pool where let's say eight or nine out of every 10 New Yorkers uh, are Democrats. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see how this unfolds in terms of um, what they're going to be doing. So we are still standing by. And um, again, whether Donald Trump will be able to make comments uh, or uh, if he will make comments or if he's allowed to make comments by the judge or another iteration of that is uh, uh, the judge may find that certain comments about certain aspects of the trial cannot be discussed. I I just can't. First of all, I think it would be a a very ill-advised move on a governor excuse me, on, on the judge to uh, put a restraining order on all the parties in this case. Already, cameras should have been in the courtroom. New York allows cameras in their state courtrooms. Live proceedings were not allowed. And so now we'll see if uh, there's going to be full transparency or not. So one of the iterations is the, that Donald, may, Donald Trump may come to the microphone in a few moments, and uh, what his remarks will be might be highly, not censored, but uh, deliberately avoiding certain issues uh, that he would like to maybe talk about. So this is the high drama on this day, the fourth day of April in the year of our Lord, 2023. A former president has been indicted. Is it a political witch hunt? Is Lady Justice now, is the blindfold been removed from Lady Justice? Is this the future of America in courts of law? All that and more on the Bill Bunkley Show. We'll be right back. took a panicked run on a major bank to lead to the second biggest bank failure in U.S. history. And Moody's just downgraded the entire U.S. banking system from stable to negative. Just a reminder why many people diversify their portfolios with something tangible, something that doesn't need bailing out, something that can't vanish into thin air. Learn the truth in Swiss America's shocking report, The Secret War on Cash. This all-out war against cash is a war against the Constitution, against all freedom-loving Americans. You must read The Secret War on Cash. Get your free copy by calling or texting 800-630-1495. That's 800-630-1495. This all-out war on cash, digital forms of currency, too, is growing daily. So please get and read The Secret War on Cash, free to Salem listeners by calling or texting now at 800-630-1495. Make sure you mention Salem when you call or text 800-630-1495. Know why most shoe stores never bother to measure your feet? Too much work. Know why they don't offer different widths? Too much work. Know why they don't ask about your work? Too much work. Think you can say installing that last bridge span or torquing the bolts on a jet engine is too much work? Didn't think so. At a Red Wing Shoe Store, we know your feet and your work. 
Because Red Wing boots are purpose-built for the exact work you do. Red Wing shoes. Work is our work. You need to repent of your sin, turn from whatever you know is wrong, and trust Christ. Not, tr- not Christ and religion, not Christ and church, not Christ and, and good deeds, but Christ and his atoning death alone. Nothing else in the Bible says that Christ will establish a relationship with you that will involve forgiving your sins and taking you to heaven. Verse by verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 here on Faith Talk Tampa. I'm Bill Bunkley with our historic live coverage of the indictment of the former president of the United States, Donald Trump. If you're just joining us, uh, this is a special edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. We'll keep you uh, on this singular topic uh, until we uh, have to say goodbye after our three-hour briefing concludes at 6 o'clock. We are awaiting um, the uh, parties to exit the, uh, the courtroom. Here's what we know so far that, uh, of course, President Trump uh, surrendered himself uh, to the Manhattan uh, court uh, uh, moments ago, a few few minutes ago. Uh, His motorcade from the Trump Tower to the courthouse was uh, reminiscent of the O.J. Simpson, um, you know, white explorer, whatever it was, as that was covered by all the... um, uh, helicopters and such. So anyway, he uh, he gave a fist as he came out of the hotel to his supporters, and he went into the courtroom uh, where he was transferring from, I believe, the seventh floor where he was being processed. Uh, he was not, uh, a photograph was not taking, taken, so there's not going to be a mugshot. Uh, the president was not handcuffed primarily because the Secret Service made it very clear that in their protection of the former president of the United States, uh, having him handcuffed in the middle of a situation would be totally unacceptable. So that did not happen. Uh, so there's no perp walk where he's going to be walking by the cameras with his uh, handcuffs either in front of him or behind him. And so uh, there's been one, there's been, well, you've got a photograph very quickly, a still shot of when he was walking into the courtroom, which is a very, that was about a 10 or 12 foot pivot out of a closed door into the courtroom. There was a pool photograph that's now all around with President Trump uh, surrounded by his legal team at the defense table. Uh, we are, are all cameras, all cell phones. There's not supposed to be any live transmission of any aspects coming forth from uh, the courtroom. But we have learned that um, 
in the arraignment that he has um, pled not guilty. We have learned from Reuters now. We shouldn't know this, but uh, we'll just give you the source. We are learning from Reuters that uh, he has been charged with 34 felony accounts. That's 34 felony accounts. And so um, they're probably, I think they are um, using the idea of not just Stormy Daniels, but the other woman that was uh, alleged. I can't recall her name right off the bat. Uh, And then uh, the felony charges comes to um, activity within the campaign finance books of uh, false uh, entries, false withdrawals, false whatever, and that uh, is where they're getting to these uh, uh, felony charges. Um, We do know that there was an incident um, that uh, some of the folks uh, got into a tussle uh, between uh, both of them that were outside, you know, the pro-Trump groups, and the uh, anti-Trump groups. We understand now, this is interesting because it's already in the neighborhood of 325 here in the east, Uh, but we are learning that the, um, hold on just a second. I may have missed something here. Uh, Brian, did the president leave uh, the courtroom? Yes, uh, I'm seeing here that Trump has departed the courthouse. There was an entourage. I didn't see the entourage. Yeah, the uh, the cameras that he would have made a statement to, uh, he walked right past them, obviously. So the uh, arraignment has concluded, just concluded. They've just left. I either am going to see, uh, we'll either see, President Trump will spend some time with his lawyers um, discussing what has transpired at the courthouse, maybe. Or we know that uh, he will be departing uh, on uh, his plane, Trump 1. He will be flying back to uh, Palm Beach. Uh, We have been told, depending on what the judge may have ruled about what he can talk about and what he can't talk about, He'll be flying back to Mar-a-Lago, and he has promised to do a press conference this evening. Now, um, as we are watching right now, it looks like the president is going to immediately be departing the courthouse after the arraignment. Uh, There are a series of um, what we call the strap hangers. Uh, uh, That would be not only Secret Service, and this isn't a derogatory term, but... uh, Strap hangers are all of those individuals who have, uh, I believe the president just walked by the camera angle. Uh, I'm not sure. I think he is getting into uh, his vehicle. Uh, A lot of police activity just outside the courthouse. And uh, I believe that he is, in fact, uh, they've got the vans where you can't get a direct uh, video shot from the press pool. Uh, but they've also made it very difficult for anybody to have a line of sight on the president. And uh, so we have an aerial view. I believe that um, the president has uh, 
been loaded up in his SUV. Uh, they are all parked outside of the uh, of the courthouse, and uh, any moment uh, we expect to possibly see the motorcade uh, head not back to. They're pulling out right now. They're not going to head back to Trump Tower, from what I understand. They're going to be going directly to the airport. The president will immediately fly back to um, Palm Beach. So there was no statements by the president as he left the courthouse. That leaves us to wonder if he's been put under a gag order. Uh, we do know in a little more than 30 minutes, we'll be going live to a press conference with the district attorney, Alvin Bragg, who brought all of these charges. We're understanding there are 34 felony accounts. And we come back from a break, we should be having uh, some of the release of exactly what he's being indicted for. So, this is a very special edition of the Bill Bunkley Show here on Salem Radio, broadcasting all across Central Florida, especially for those of you who are out and about taking care of the kids and business uh, uh, errands and whatnot. Uh, We'll keep you informed all across Central Florida. Hopefully, we'll have some more facts in just a moment. We'll be right back. I know on my darkest day. W282CI Tampa, W271CY Lakeland, W262CP Bayonet Point. Online at Let's Talk Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. This is an SRN News special report. I'm John Scott. Former President Trump has left a Manhattan courtroom after an arraignment where he has pled not guilty to criminal charges. Meanwhile, Republican leaders are warning the arrest of the former president will lower the bar for future political prosecutions. Correspondent Bob Agnew with that report. Many Democrats are justifying the arrest, though others fear it could backfire on their party in 2024. Many Republicans, however, are speaking out about the likely impact of indicting Trump and say it could lead to charges against former presidents of all parties in the future. Former GOP Senator Judd Gregg calls it extremely dangerous to indict a former president unless there's what he calls an unequivocal violation representing a very serious offense. Bob Agnew reporting. Mr. Trump will now head back to Florida. This has been an SRN News Special Report. I'm John Scott. I'd like you to imagine for a moment you're at yet another new school. When a teacher stops you from leaving class until everyone's gone, she tells you, you won't be going home for a while. It's not safe there anymore. And some people are here to take you somewhere else to stay. Sadly, this is a reality for more than a 1,000 children and teens every month that enter Florida's foster system, which is why we need just as many Florida families to become foster families right now. That teen, separated from everything she knows, has an urgent need to feel safe and secure. But imagine your family can give her the stability and nurture she needs until she can be safely reunited with her family. If you can imagine that, please apply today to become a Florida foster family. Foster training and licensing are free. Visit allprodad.com foster for more information. Bill Bunkley here with an update on our summer pilgrimage to Israel and Jordan with myself and Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold from June 24th to July 4th. I now have to alert you that we are getting very close to the deadline to reserve your space on our trip. 
We only have room for a handful more of travelers, so please don't delay. Call or email me now to reserve your spot. It's just $45.95 double occupancy with a $700 deposit needed to secure your spot for this once-in-a-lifetime trip to Israel and Jordan. Final payment not due until May the 10th. Go to BillBunkley.com for details or call me at 813-264-2977. Our trip starts on June 24th and goes through July 4th of this summer. It's a bucket list trip you'll never forget. Again, go to BillBunkley.com or call me at 813-264-2977. That's 813-264-2977. Is God obsolete? Do you think religion is good for the world? It only causes troubles and war. Our culture is shifting ever closer to atheism or irreligion. Today, the fastest growing religion is no religion at all. Our fight in this world is not against Islam, it's against religion. This is Kevin Sorbo. In the new movie, Irreligious Nation, my family and I travel to Israel to explore our faith and examine how lack of religion, disconnection, and cynicism affects culture and society worldwide. Should we be paying any attention to faith? Is faith important? If God exists, is he even relevant today? Is it really objective truth? Or is it true to say everyone has their own truth? Why are we losing our religion? You may need to read the Bible, but I know right from wrong. These people who say, I don't need faith, I can be a good person, can they? Does religion even matter? Watch Irreligious Nation at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show with this special edition of the Bill Bunkley Show on this historic occasion, and that is the indictment of the former president of the United States, Donald Trump. To bring you up to date right now, the president's motorcade has departed the courthouse. They are en route back to LaGuardia Airport. That is where Trump won, uh, is on the ground awaiting the arrival of the former president. Uh, The president uh, will board the plane. He will fly directly back to Palm Beach, Florida, and he will return directly to Mar-a-Lago. Now, he is scheduled to make a statement this evening. However, uh, there was an anticipation that possibly just before the president uh, came down from the seventh floor where he was being processed to go into the courtroom, that uh, he might make a brief statement to the pool of cameras. He didn't. He just glared at him. When the um, when the arraignment was concluded, as the entourage started coming out, he came out. There's only about a 10-foot uh, space between coming out of the courtroom and then taking a quick right into a, a bank of uh, double doors. 
we thought that he would make a statement on the way out. He did not stop. It wasn't a statement. Uh, he immediately, uh, the procession was moving through the courthouse, and just a couple of moments later, they began emerging from the door where the motorcade was um, waiting for the president uh, uh, to come out. He came right out. I don't know if he made any kind of hand gestures or anything because uh, it was not video on the video feed I was watching. And so at this point, they're on the way to LaGuardia. Now, working it backwards, the big question is there was uh, some discussion of whether the judge would put a gag order on everyone. And that would mean that it would uh, prevent the president from speaking out and giving his thoughts on this situation. Uh, we don't know. I know that about 30 seconds before, maybe about a minute before we came back on the air, uh, we were watching the feed also from the briefing room uh, because uh, in a few moments we're going to be bringing you the live coverage from uh, the district attorney, Mr. Bragg, uh, well, he will be speaking to the press, laying out the charges, presumably taking questions. So uh, we'll get some clarification there. But I think just about a minute before we came back on the air, I think that the press was given their um, the necessary documents outlining the – and by the way, let me just say, if you're just joining us, I should have set this up uh, – Reuters reports that there's 34 – felony charges now I don't know if anybody was talking about felony charges but 34 felony charges we know that there was 34 or 36 charges there was speculation there might be a felony charge in there and then what's called bootstrapping where they just take a couple of things and multiply them uh, but the um, the indictment has now been unsealed we're going to be hearing from the uh, district attorney himself in a few moments so we don't know exactly what it means that Trump didn't make a statement, though I'm, I'm wondering if that means that uh, um, he was kept from making a statement. So I will say this, that uh, the president arrived. All right, let's go ahead and just dip in for just a moment. Uh, I think Fox News has something on the indictment. Let's just dip in for a minute. And then also within that, using those records to help suppress a story that may have done damage to his campaign. Those are the charges, 34 of them. Um, Mr. Trump walked in, President, former President Trump walked in. He seemed to, he seemed to have a bit of a swagger. He's, he looked stoic. He looked stone-faced. He, uh, he pled not guilty. He said not guilty. Um, at, at some point, the prosecution brought up all of the social media posts that he has that he has put out recently including the one where he's holding a bat next to DA Bragg and the 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 prosecution said this is this is you know could be looked at as inciting violence and we they wanted judge Merchan to it seemed like they wanted him to give a a, a, a gag order judge justice Merchan said that no he wouldn't give a gag order but he said to Mr Trump and to his attorneys 
I, I don't want to see this anymore. I don't want to see the next time that I see something like this, I might have a different idea about what I should do. His attorney said that, look, this case has been, they've been investigating this for three years. There's been selective leaks that are harming former President Trump, and it's unthinkable that he wouldn't be allowed to defend himself. That is their way of justifying his posts. Um, the judge said that he didn't, that he wasn't sure that that justified, in, you know, if he was inciting violence, right? Um, later... The prosecution also said that there was a conflict, conflict of interest with defense attorney Takapino, that they just received a letter from Stormy Daniels' lawyer in wherein they say that he had had communications with her, and that's a conflict of interest. Takapino said that no, that he had never met with her, had never spoken with her, that she called his office looking to hire him, spoke to a paralegal, but the, he never took her off, you know, he never took her as a client, so that shouldn't be a conflict of interest. Very interestingly, the prosecution wants this to go to trial in January of 2024, and you know what else is in January of 2024? It's <laughs> primary season for the presidential election. Oh, my. President Trump's, former President Trump's team didn't want anything to do with that. They want to push it further out. However, judge, the judge said, I would like to move expeditiously. There will be motions on both sides. Defense motions will come next, and then there will be, the prosecution will have to, a response. On December 4th, there will be another hearing here where the judge will give his, uh, his, his decision on the, on the motions, okay? So that's the next time we have something here, December 4th, in person. The, President Trump's team, you know, hinted that he, maybe they didn't want him to come to that hearing. And the judge said it's good if he would come to these hearings. You know, a jury eventually, if there is a trial, would want to see him. And the, the, defense, the defense said, right, but think of all the money that was spent with this today and how much, you know, the, the burden this put on the city. And the judge seemed to agree that it was a, a serious burden, but that he still thought that Mr. Trump should should attend. And he denied their request that maybe if he didn't want to attend the Dece December 4th hearing. He said maybe in the future we can let him out of one, but at this I'd like to see him at the December 4th hearing. A ton of information. Martha, just you can come in at any moment with a question, but I just want to kind of wrap up what you were saying. So the former president will have his next hearing on December 4th here in Manhattan. Correct. There was the talk of the gag order. Judge Merchan was not interested in, in doing that because he did not think that it was an incitement of violence, well, the he, post from the former was, president. I, what he said is, I'm requesting that you don't do that. It's a request at this point. It's not an order. It's a request. That he stay off of social media. That he not, that he not do things that might be looked as, as inciting some type of violence or, you know, or, or getting, uh, you know, having something that would end up with a, a protest where someone could be hurt. And he said... Now, I'm not going to impose a gag order now. However, if, you know, the prosecution showed the judge the post. They, they gave him printed copies of them, and he was looking at them, and he said, and if I, if I see these, you know, if I get this passed to me again, I might have a different idea about this. And this is how it works in a lot of trials. You know, the judges consider a, a gag order to be a pretty, a pretty severe order. And so he didn't, it seemed like, want to go out there already on the first hearing on arraignment day and go that far. And it seems like you're listening this had to, to live coverage of Fox News as they are just uh, unpacking the indictment that had just been handed over moments ago to the press. Uh, we're dipping into that. Let's go ahead and go back to the discussion. Quick question. So that, that's significant, I think, because one of the things that we were looking to to potentially intensify this presentation of um, this indictment was that we heard uh, David Pecker involved in two hearings, and he came back at the end and thought maybe the Karen McDougal's part of the story was going to kind of put some more 
um, substance behind this, but it sounds like that's not the case. And so the judge says he wants to move, you know, fairly quickly, and the next hearing isn't until December 4th. Did I hear that right? Yeah, no, you heard that right. So he wants to move fairly quickly, but the next hearing isn't until, until December 4th. Because there will be motions. I think it's September 19th. Uh, uh, in August, there are the motions that the defense can file, and then the prosecution has to respond by September 19th, and then the next hearing would be December 4th. And it is, it is quite a ways off, yes. Did the defense show their cards on the types of motions that they're going to file? For instance, change of venue was, uh, change of venue, was there a an order a motion to dismiss the case outright change of venue was not mentioned however when the when the when the prosecution laid out or they talked about a little bit of the background of the charges and launched into the a bit of an attack about mr trump's what he president trump's what he's been saying over social media uh the defense attorney got up and said i didn't know we were doing opening statements today I didn't know, you know, he seemed to be taking a jab at them that I thought this was an arraignment day, not, you know, you're going to give us your whole opening statement. Okay, so defense didn't want to show their cards clearly and get into that kind of detail at this time. Uh, and Martha, you had mentioned David Pecker. We have a press release, and I'm sure you have it as well, um, from the DA Alvin Bragg uh, that goes over some of these counts. And it does talk about AMI, which was American Media Company. David Pecker was the witness who was brought into the grand jury, correct? Um, and he, he testified twice, as you mentioned, Martha. And he was accused of, of catch for kill. Essentially, he was the person who uh, was the interviewer intermediary between him and Michael Cohen, the former president's personal attorney, to pay Karen McDougal $150,000. And that instance of the $150,000 payment is mentioned in the DA's press release uh, describing these uh, payments and describing these, excuse me, these felony counts. So it does appear that Karen McDougal is at the basis of this and David Pecker, who was interviewed multiple times by the grand jury, as well as Michael Cohen and, and Stormy Daniels. Um, Jake, do you have anything else you'd like to, to offer us? Uh, before we send it back over to Martha. I think it's, I think, I think it's worth noting, I, I think I brought it up already, but I may not have, that the President, President Trump, former President Trump, definitely glared at the DA Bragg when he left. He, he seemed to get up, look around the room, you know, because he, he walked in. Trump was the last one to walk in the hearing, and this was pretty intense. I mean, it's, a, it's not a huge room, but there's probably 50 reporters in there. There were... 15, 20, 25 law enforcement officials that were on the end of each row. So we couldn't really see that well because they're standing up in front, so we can't really see up there. You just, what you really saw well was him enter the room and leave the room. There was Secret Service agents in there. There were the, the court police. There were just a lot of police in there. And they were very strict with the, with the press. You know, we will kick you out of here. We see a phone, we'll kick you out. People would try to sit up a little bit to look, sit down. I think this was a very serious, you know, the, 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 it was very intense in there. What was uh, the judge's tone when he was, when he was, did he admonish uh, the former president or his lawyers? No, the judge Merchant was very measured. You know, there was not, he did not show his, you know, he did not seem to have any beef with, with President Trump. You know, he, he, I think he went out of his way to, to, to make sure that he was showing everyone that he could be very fair about this. Jacobs. All right, let's do this. Got to take a break. But as you are learning, as I am learning about what just transpired inside that hearing room and this indictment, coming up in just a few moments, we'll go back to New York for the live coverage 
of Alvin Bragg, the district attorney, as he faces the press and discusses the charges, 34 felony charges against President Trump. Let's take a break. Bill Bunkley live on Salem Radio all across Central Florida. Be right back. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-333-1750. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-333-1750. 800-333-1750. Did you know the human body does not make its own vitamin C? That's right. That's why it's critical to supplement your diet with a good source of vitamin C every single day. Aquapowder's vitamin C is a safe, effective, and delicious way to get the powerful vitamin C your body needs. And it's easy. Just mix with water and drink. Feel more energy, boost your immune system, and fight free radical damage. The secret is that Aqua Powder's vitamin C combines nature's most potent forms of vitamin C, including acerola cherry, to deliver 2,000 milligrams per serving. That's real protection. And Aqua Powder's vitamin C is available on Amazon. That's spelled A-Q-U-A-P-O-W-D-E-R-Z. Vitamin C is one of the best things you can do for your health, and aqua powders is one of the best ways to get vitamin C. So go to Amazon now and get your aqua powders vitamin C today. And remember, aqua powders transforms water into wellness. If you're a business owner, imagine getting up to $26,000 per employee. There's still time for business owners to file for the Employee Retention Tax Credit Program. This program is for business owners who continue to pay their W-2 employees during the COVID pandemic. Many businesses qualify and simply do not know it. All business types and industries may qualify. You can claim the credit even if you received a PPP loan. This is a cash payment and not a loan and can be claimed now. The licensed CPAs and tax professionals at DH Tax and Consulting have been serving business owners across the country for over 15 years. The best part is that until you receive your cash payment, you don't pay us a dime. Our tax credit specialists are available now at 833-ERC-FILE and your tax payment estimate is quick, easy, and free. That's 833-ERC-FILE to qualify you and your business for up to $26,000 per W to employee for free federal aid. Call us now at 833-ERC-FILE. That's 833-ERC-FILE. Hey, it's Tim Cooper with HealthPlan Network. Did you miss the open enrollment for health insurance? Did you enroll into a high-deductible, limited network marketplace plan? It's not too late. You can still change your plan at any time. My Freedom of Choice plan is available now. It puts most of your coverage up front where you only meet a deductible if you go into a hospital. You pick your doctors, and it's 30 to 60% lower cost than Obamacare. The monthly premiums are not tied to your income, so there's no surprises at tax time. If you pay for your own health insurance, you're uninsured, you're on COBRA, 
or your employer coverage is just too expensive, call me, Tim Cooper, at 813-212-2580. That's 813-212-2580. Or go to healthplannetwork.net. That's healthplannetwork.net. And we can custom design a plan that's managed by you, not the government. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here. The final segment of our first hour on this historic day in this special edition of the Bill Bunkley Show on this fourth day of April in the year of our Lord, 2023. If you're just tuning in, it has indeed happened. The former president of the United States of America, Donald Trump, has been charged with 34 felony counts in an indictment that was unsealed in uh, New York City, the court of Manhattan, just moments ago. Uh, the 34 uh, criminal charges uh, we're going to be hearing from uh, Alvin Bragg, who is the district attorney who have brought, who's brought these charges against Mr. Trump. Now, uh, he is uh, not at the table for the prosecution. Uh, I wish he were. I wish... He would be the one that would be, uh, you know, moving forward with these allegations that he has brought forward, but he's not. But he is uh, any moment now, probably top of the hour, he's going to have a press conference. What I think may be happening is, is that Team Trump, uh, by the way, we do know that the judge did not, I repeat, did not issue a gag order. However, he did issue a warning. And the warning was to the president, and we're getting reports that the judge was very courteous uh, to the president, uh, but had said, you know, right now I'm not going to go with a gag order, but if we begin to see evidence of statements, and the implication was from President Trump, that would be uh, suggesting to folks that they ought to go here or there and do this or that in any area that, uh, this is my paraphrase, would be against the law, he could revisit that very quickly and put a gag order. So with that, um, I feel relatively assured that we will hear from President Trump tonight and to give his team an opportunity now that they know it's 34 felonies, uh, basically Really some cooked up charges, no doubt about that. But uh, we think he'll speak, but I think that will give his um, um, speech writers and lawyers, uh, even though he likes to go off script, that will give them an opportunity to really review uh, what he might say tonight and what might be best if he didn't say. Now, He did not speak going into the courtroom, which some thought would happen, being the president. He did not speak when he came out. 
They immediately came down to the door within a couple of minutes, uh, boarded the motorcade, uh, and heading directly back to LaGuardia Airport, where he will board his airplane and fly back to Palm Beach. His uh, statement tonight will be from Florida here in Palm Beach. Now, what I think may be happening is, is that Mr. Bragg is going to be speaking in a few moments. So the attorneys for Donald Trump may be waiting to hear what Mr. Bragg has to say. And uh, we anticipate he will take some questions from the press. Uh, but maybe we're going to learn that as soon as that press conference wraps up, maybe the press will be given notice that uh, Team Trump uh, legal team will come and do their uh, press conference from their point of view of the proceedings today. So that remains to be seen. So we, uh, you've tuned in to special uh, historical coverage here on the Bill Bunkley Show. Uh, we're going to be following this story all the way up to the 6 o'clock hour. We will have to uh, uh, break away for our commercial breaks because we want to be in supportive to uh, uh, those uh, businesses, services, ministries, etc. that uh, uh, support our operation here, including the Bill Bunkley Show. So uh, we'll have to pop out, but I'll monitor what's happening on the commercial break until uh, we are able to um, return. And it may very well be, as we're taking a break in just a moment for the top of the hour, that uh, doesn't usually happen on time, but uh, 4 o'clock was the time for the press conference for Mr. Bragg. Um, I anticipate that we come back at about 4 or 5 minutes past the hour to kick off hour number two, and so I'm uh, optimistic that uh, hopefully we'll bring you all of the comments that will be uh, made by Mr. Bragg, as well as the Q&A, except for a commercial break. So I'm Bill Bunkley, your host of the Bill Bunkley Show. We've arrived at that point where uh, it's time to take a time out. I want to remind you that our phones are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. And uh, basically, the indictment on 34 felony counts is alleging that Mr. Trump concealed damaging information, uh, I guess, toward the campaign or whatnot. And uh, the federal election laws are... Pretty, pretty uh, voluminous. But the interesting thing is they didn't press charges against the federal election law. Looks like that's what this New York district attorney did. I know it's confusing. More of the Bill Monkley Show in a moment. Top of the hour. Be right back. Are you looking for a health plan? A plan that has dental, vision, hearing, prescription drug coverage, gym memberships, healthy meals allowance, and much more, and you have Medicare or both Medicare and Medicaid? Then call Family Focus Insurance Solutions at 813-533-3000. For over 15 years, our licensed staff has been able to find real solutions for your insurance needs. Call 813-533-3000. 3000 for your free annual checkup and your free analysis. Gaining ground. But I didn't come here today to make you afraid. I've come to offer you a word of hope. I've come to offer you from the word of God that what our human eyes 
eye sees and what we experience is no match for what God has already given us, and that is faith. For fear is defeated when the instrument of faith is deployed. Gaining Ground with Pastor Evan Burroughs, Saturday afternoons at 4 on Faith Talk Tampa. WTBN Pinellas Park, WTWD Plant City, WLCC Brandon. Faith Talk Tampa. Download the Faith Talk Tampa app or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Former President Trump has pleaded not guilty to nearly three dozen counts of falsifying business records in a hush money case. White House correspondent Greg Cluxton reports from New York. During an historic courtroom arraignment here in Lower Manhattan, Trump became the first former or current U.S. president to face criminal charges. He was quiet when entering the court building, but spoke the words not guilty when informed he was facing 34 counts stemming from payments to Stormy Daniels ahead of the 2016 presidential election. There were no video cameras in the courtroom, but photographs show a serious-looking Trump seated beside his attorneys. Following his appearance here, he plans to return to Florida and make public remarks from his Mar-a-Lago estate later tonight. Greg Clugston, New York. Also at SRNews.com, no need for layoffs at General Motors after many workers take buyouts. Shelley Adler reports. About 5,000 white-collar workers at General Motors took the company's buyout offers, so the automaker says that's enough to avoid layoffs at this time. In a statement, GM says the offers will save about $1 billion per year in costs, about half of the $2 billion it wants to cut annually by the end of next year. The company now has about 58,000 salaried workers in the country. The buyouts come at an uncertain time for the auto industry, which is in the middle of a transition from internal combustion to electric vehicles. I'm Shelley Adler. The red-hot job market may be starting to cool off. Job openings slipped to 9.9 million last month. That's the fewest since May 2021. It's a sign the job market may be starting to respond to Federal Reserve's interest rate hikes. On Wall Street, the Dow is down 242 points. The Nasdaq losing 86. This is SRN News. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. I'm Corey, and this is my story. I was going through some financial troubles paying off my credit cards. I was paying high interest rates, and it just wasn't getting any better. And I knew I had to do something. So my mom told me about Trinity, and so I decided to call. Trinity was able to do something that I couldn't. I'm paying off my debt. I'm saving thousands, and things are really looking up. I promise you guys, you will not regret it when you call Trinity because it was such a relief and less stress in my life and it was the best thing I could have done for myself because once I called Trinity, they took care of me and I felt such a relief, a weight off my shoulders. Trinity was great to work with. They wanted to help me. I love it. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-936-5496. I'm Corey and I'm debt free for keeps. 1-800-936-5496. The Country Music Television Awards were a little different this year. Viewers Sunday night were probably caught off guard by the appearance of drag queens on their screen. Singer Kelsey Ballerini performed a song with a squad of men in women's dress from the TV show RuPaul's Drag Race. The CMT show also featured a veiled demand for new restrictions on gun ownership in the wake of last month's shooting at a Christian school in Nashville carried out by a transgender individual. 
Michael Harrington, SRN News. It was 25 years ago the Good Friday Agreement halted Catholic-Protestant violence in Northern Ireland. Today, faith leaders are trying to build on that by working with young people who have no memory of the bloody era known as the Troubles. The 30-year period where sectarian violence claimed more than 3,600 lives in the late 20th century and left countless more wounded and bereaved. It's unclear how much influence faith leaders will have on the next generation. This is SRN News. Drowning in IRS debt? If you can't afford to pay your IRS debt due to economic hardship, you can now be free of IRS collection efforts by taking advantage of a special IRS tax hardship program. This program allows Americans who owe the IRS to resolve their delinquent tax debt once and for all. In some cases, maybe even reducing what you owe significantly. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Simply dial 800-555-88. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back or have years of unfiled tax returns, help is standing by. Just call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-555-88 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-555-88 to see if you qualify. That's Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show on this historic afternoon. Four days in the fourth month in the year of our Lord, 2023. The president, the former president of the United States, has been indicted in a Manhattan courtroom on 34 felony counts. Welcome to this special edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. We welcome in those of you that uh, are listening on our news talk station, uh, Sarasota, Bradenton, and Venice on AM 930, FM 93.7. During the next hour, we'll bring you live coverage of our analysis of um, what has happened in New York. So let me just give a, a very quick review. Uh, right now, the president uh, has boarded uh, Trump One, which is his private aircraft. It's at LaGuardia Airport. Uh, once they get it buttoned up and get the uh, okay from uh, ground controllers, that plane will taxi out uh, on the runway. We'll take off and fly uh, directly nonstop back to Palm Beach, Florida. He'll go from uh, the airport there in Palm Beach back to Mar Largo. Uh, we anticipate that he will be uh, making his statement to the nation this evening. Uh, I will tell you that uh, for the moment, the judge has not issued a gag order in this case. That was something that one of the aspects that we were really uh, looking to see what was going to happen. However, he has warned President Trump, especially in the area of his social media, uh, he's warned him to be respectfully so, but he's warned him to be very, very careful uh, about uh, inciting anybody on social media over this matter and made it clear that right now he's not talking about a gag order. But uh, depending on what might happen in the future, that, that could change. And so uh, that was uh, one admonishment. 
So um, the president uh, pleaded, uh, first of all, the president arrived and went into the district to court, went upstairs to be um, photographed, excuse me, to, to, uh, to go in and to do his pleading. Uh, a mugshot was not taken. He was not in handcuffs because the Secret Service made it clear that should there be any kind of an incident, uh, the president's safety would be very much further jeopardized if he was in handcuffs. So they didn't get that, and uh, he basically walked in. Uh, there's a couple of pictures. There's a picture, uh, of course, when he waved when he waved his fist when he left the, whole, the Trump Tower, and uh, he went right in. He did not speak to the press going into the courtroom. There's a little cubby hole there with cameras. He did not speak to them when they came out. Uh, he went straight uh, down whatever elevators or whatnot in the courthouse, emerged and went right into uh, the motorcade, got into a Suburban along with many other Suburbans, uh, and they immediately departed for LaGuardia Airport. Right now, just moments ago, they arrived at LaGuardia Airport. He is aboard Trump One waiting to uh, be able to taxi and to make his return back to his Florida home. What we have is we have 34 counts, and these are 34 counts of his intent to defraud uh, on his record books. Uh, normally, it would be a uh, misdemeanor of uh, what he did in the books. However... Uh, because the district attorney is alleging that he did that to cover up crimes to deceive the American people in the presidential contest. And so uh, that's why we now are, are looking at these felony charges. So um, there's a lot still to be unpacked, and I think we're going to uh, any moment now. I'm watching the feed coming from... Um, the uh, briefing room, uh, the district attorney, Alvin Bragg, is going to hold a briefing. The reporters are all gathered. Uh, they just uh, reversed two presentation boards uh, where the district attorney is going to be using those to explain the pathway of uh, what they allege the president did. Uh, what happened is he was, uh, you know, conducting the 34 indictable items. And uh, so it's going to be a, a little bit if you were looking at a PowerPoint. Now, before he comes out, let me just share this. This is uh, I've just obtained the the charging document. So let me read at least a couple of counts and you'll get the idea. The people of the state of New York against Donald J. Trump defendant in the Supreme Court of the State of New York in the County of New York. The grand jury of the County of New York, by this indictment, accuses the defendant of the crime of falsifying business records in the first degree in violation of Penal Law 175.10, committed as follows. The defendant, that being Donald Trump, in the County of New York and elsewhere, on or about February 14th, 2017 with the intent to defraud and intent to commit another crime and aid and conceal the commission thereof made and caused a false entry in the business records of an enterprise to wit 
an invoice from Michael Cohen dated February 14, 2007, marked as a record of the Donald J. Trump revocable trust and kept and maintained by the Trump organization. That's the first count. Let me just share the second count, give you an idea. This goes on for 36 counts. Second count, and the grand jury, aforesaid by this statement, further accuses the defendant of the crime of falsifying business records. And then this one is an entry in the detailed general ledger for the Donald J. Trump revocable trust, bearing voucher number, blah, 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 and kept and maintained by the Trump organization. So what you have is, to some degree, I'm interested in seeing from our constitutional scholars, is this, is this uh, uh, court stacking or charge stacking, or could all of these, could they have been charged as one count, including these 34 different instances? I think that's the case, but since uh, I'm convinced that this is uh, all about politics and not about uh, a, a good course of the law since the statute of, liberta- statute of limitations has expired. Uh, this is, uh, it's a zoo. It's a circus. And uh, all right, let's go ahead and go straight to, this is uh, Alvin Bragg. This is the press conference of the district attorney bringing charges against Mr. Trump. On a New York Supreme Court indictment returned by a Manhattan grand jury, on 34 felony counts of falsifying business records in the first degree. Under New York state law, it is a felony to falsify business records with intent to defraud and an intent to conceal another crime. That is exactly what this case is about. 34 false statements made to cover up other crimes. These are felony crimes in New York state no matter who you are, we cannot and will not normalize serious criminal conduct. The defendant repeatedly made false statements on New York business records. He also caused others to make false statements. The defendant claimed that he was paying Michael Cohen for legal services performed in 2017. This simply was not true. And it was a false statement that the defendant made month after month in 2017. April, May, June, and so on through the rest of the year. For nine straight months, the defendant held documents in his hand containing this key lie. That he was paying Michael Cohen for legal services performed in 2017. And he personally signed checks for payments to Michael Cohen for each of these nine months. In total, the grand jury found there were 34 documents with this critical false statement. Why did Donald Trump repeatedly make these false statements? The evidence will show that he did so to cover up crimes relating to the 2016 election. Donald Trump executives at the publishing company American Media Incorporated, Mr. Cohen and others agreed in 2015 to a catch-and-kill scheme. That is, a scheme to buy and suppress negative information to help 
Mr. Trump's chance of winning the election. As part of this scheme, Donald Trump and others made three payments to people who claimed to have negative information about Mr. Trump. To make these payments, they set up shell companies and they made yet more false statements, including, for example, in AMI, American Media Incorporated's business records. One of the three people that they paid to keep quiet was a woman named Stormy Daniels. Less than two weeks before the presidential election, Michael Cohen wired $130,000 to Stormy Daniels' lawyer. That payment was to hide damaging information from the voting public. The participant scheme was illegal. The scheme violated New York election law, which makes it a crime to conspire to promote a candidacy by unlawful means. The $130,000 wire payment exceeded the federal campaign contribution cap. And the false statements in AMI's books violated New York law. That is why Mr. Trump made false statements about his payments to Mr. Cohen. He could not simply say that the payments were a reimbursement for Mr. Cohen's payments to Sandy, to Stormy Daniels. To do so, to make that true statement, would have been to admit a crime. So instead, Mr. Trump said that he was paying Mr. Cohen for fictitious legal services in 2017 to cover up actual crime committed the prior year. And in order to get Michael Cohen his money back, they planned one last false statement. In order to complete the scheme, they planned to mischaracterize the repayments to Mr. Cohen as income to the New York State tax authorities. The conduct I just described uh, and that which was charged by the grand jury is felony criminal conduct in New York State. True and accurate business records are important everywhere, to be sure. They are all the more important in Manhattan, the financial center of the world. That is why we have a history in the Manhattan DA's office of vigorously enforcing white-collar crime. My office, including the talented prosecutors you saw at arraignment earlier today, has charged hundreds of felony falsifying business records. This charge, it can be said, is the bread and butter of our white-collar work. And fraud presents itself in all different forms here in Manhattan. We have charged falsifying business records for those who violated federal bank secrecy laws. We have charged falsifying business records for those who were seeking to cover up sex crimes. And we have brought this charge for those who committed tax violations. At its core, this case today is one with allegations like so many of our white-collar cases. Let's do this. we got to pull it in real quick. I'll be monitoring this. We'll come right back to this press conference after we take a break. I'm Bill Bunkley. This is Salem Radio, broadcasting all across Central Florida. Alvin Bragg telling us why he is charging Trump. We'll be right back. Investments involve a high degree of risk and actual results may vary. Oil and natural gas keep going up as the Russia conflict escalates. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. 
That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you're an SEC-accredited investor and have at least 25000 liquid now, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects and a huge tax savings for this year. If you invest in oil and natural gas, you're allowed to write off nearly 100% of your investment in the first year. Goldman Sachs is projecting oil to go up to $100 a barrel, and natural gas is the fuel of the future and trading at record prices. Call 800-287-6691. Encore Energy is a major your investor and experienced operator in its core area of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Call 800-287-6691. That's 800-287-6691. I'd like you to imagine for a moment you're at yet another new school. When a teacher stops you from leaving class until everyone's gone, she tells you, you won't be going home for a while. It's not safe there anymore. And some people are here to take you somewhere else to stay. Sadly, this is a reality for more than a 1,000 children and teens every month that enter Florida's foster system, which is why we need just as many Florida families to become foster families right now. That teen, separated from everything she knows, has an urgent need to feel safe and secure. But imagine your family can give her the stability and nurture she needs until she can be safely reunited with her family. If you can imagine that, please apply today to become a Florida foster family. Foster training and licensing are free. Visit allprodad.com slash foster for more information. All right, welcome back. Let's go ahead and go right back in. Mr. Bragg is not being too specific, but he's talking about uh, the uh, alleged laws that were broken 34 times that President Trump was allegedly trying to cover up allegedly um, uh, questionable illegal activities so that the people would not find out an election violation that makes them the felonies. That's how he's getting there. I don't exactly... Uh, put the timeline together, but, but nonetheless, let's go back to Alvin Bragg, the live press conference. He's in Q&A, uh, the Manhattan District Attorney. With additional witnesses. Uh, so, uh, as I said earlier, I've been doing this for 24 years. Uh, I don't bring cases prior to a thorough and rigorous investigation. Now, having done so, the case has been brought. Mr. Bragg, Garrett Hake with NBC News. Uh, your predecessor took a hard look at this case and decided not to charge it. Federal prosecutors took a hard look at this case and decided not to charge it. Do you believe you have new evidence that led you to decide to charge this, or why now? Well, as I, as I just mentioned, we have uh, had available to the office additional evidence uh, that was not in the office's possession prior to my time here. Uh, and as to uh, your, your part of your question about the, the federal, we have a distinct and strong, I would say profound, independent interest in New York State. This is the business capital of the world. Uh, we regularly uh, do cases involving false business statements. Uh, the, 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 the bedrock, in fact, the basis for uh, business integrity and a well-functioning business marketplace is true and accurate record-keeping. That's the charge that's brought here, falsifying New York State business records. Participants 
let's go to extend that mischaracterized for tax purposes the true nature of payments and furtherance of the scheme. Do you allege former President Trump was one of the participants who mischaracterized the payments for tax purposes? I'm not going to go beyond uh, the plain language statement of fact that I think speaks for itself. So the, the, the charge is falsifying business records. Uh, the charge requires, as I, as I uh, specified, uh, criminal conduct that was concealed. Uh, one of the concealed crimes we allege is New York State election law. Uh, I so we went through in our statement of facts, which I think many of you have in front of you, um, you know, goes through um, things including, um, you know, text messages, emails, contemporaneous phone records, multiple witnesses. All of that uh, will be, as you saw in the fall, uh, borne out in a public courtroom uh, in downtown Manhattan. Our last question is Jonah. Yeah, correct. The charges related to the money payments is also mentions another woman, Karen McDougal, as well as a doorman. Can you comment on how those players are related to the charges you've brought, which of the case overall? It's, it's a... I'm glad you put your, your, your finger on that, because it's not just about one payment. Uh, it is 34 business records, uh, 34 false statements in business records, and we're concealing criminal conduct. Um, and uh, the earlier question about New York State election law, when I talked about conspiracy uh, to, to promote a candidacy by unlawful means. Those unlawful means, we allege, include uh, the conduct, uh, you know, set forth uh, in the statement of facts, which is, you know, additional false statements separate and apart from the charged ones in AMI uh, documents, planned false statements to tasking authorities. Uh, it's, it is not just uh, that one, one $130,000 wire payment. Thanks so much. Well, I don't think that was very informative. We uh, brought that to you so you could hear it yourself. That was a district attorney who has brought in the char- who's brought the charges against uh, President Trump. And you probably heard even the New York Times was questioning when his predecessor didn't bring charges. Uh, the feds didn't bring charges, and now he's claiming he has new evidence, which uh, he wouldn't go into. He wouldn't be specific about uh, what uh, laws that the president uh, broke in total. He gave a couple of examples. He didn't answer that because, well, because they don't require me to answer that in the uh, indictment. Uh, this wasn't a very strong, forceful or convincing argument uh, to me uh, as to uh, where we are at. So what we're going to do is uh, we got to take a break in uh, three or four minutes, but um, you're listening to Bill Bunkley, uh, the Bill Bunkley Show, and uh, the district attorney is claiming that additional evidence came to light, really. Or was he stonewalling all this time to wait until we were in the midst of a presidential election to be bringing these charges? So to give you an idea, you know, the first debate for the presidential campaign, believe it or not, is just a few months away. August could be the first presidential debate for the presidency in 2024. 
the next hearing isn't until August, and the next time the president would be required at this point to appear back in the next process of this case moving over isn't until January. Uh, I thought it was January. Okay, let's say December. Either way, you are right in the midst of primary season that they want to bring the president up during this whole process. I hope you get a pretty good feel of what we're dealing with here. I hope you get a pretty good idea what's happening here. And I will let the uh, very unconvincing statements of uh, the district attorney, Mr. Bragg, uh, speak for themselves. So um, what we're going to do, um, we got about, what, about a minute? Um, we got 90 seconds. We're going to take a break, and then uh, Brian's going to be keeping an eye, and if we can dip, dip in, we obviously don't have the uh, the legal brain power here on the Bill Bunkley Show as uh, what's um, looking over these various uh, 34 charges in this indictment. So we'll uh, see if uh, we can dip in a little bit, and uh, while you are uh, doing what you do in the afternoon, working hard, uh, picking up the kids from school, uh, taking them to soccer practice, baseball practice now probably because we're in the season and and uh, all sorts of, uh, of other things that you are up to. So we'll try and uh, bring that back to you and give you a little bit of an idea of what's happening. So uh, also, uh, what do you think about all this? Uh, especially those of you who have been able to watch. Uh, maybe you were watching some of this at home as it was unfolding, and now you're sort of um, um, looking around on some of the talk radio platforms. If you'd like to weigh in uh, what you were talking about, what we're talking about, uh, Mr. Trump, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Keep in mind, a $130,000 alleged payment that may or may not have happened the way they say it did. They've just spent millions and do- millions of dollars of the taxpayers' money in New York for all the security and all that has to be happening. And they'll be paying ma- millions of dollars again in December. You decide whether all this is worth it. I'm Bill Bunkley. We'll be right back. W-282-CI Tampa, W-271-CY Lakeland, W-262-CP Bayonet Point. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. This is an SRN News special report. I'm John Scott. Former President Trump has pleaded not guilty to 34 counts of falsifying business records in a hush money case. The next hearing is scheduled for December 4th. Meanwhile, addressing a boisterous crowd in New York, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene says Donald Trump is an innocent man. The Georgia Republicans spoke to a crowd through a megaphone and was met with both supporters and opponents. The former president has left the Manhattan courthouse. He will be boarding a jet and returning to Florida. This has been an SRNU special report. I'm John Scott. 
pros. You don't allow just anyone into your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros technicians are the best of the best. Background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify skills and dependability. Servicing air conditioners, plumbing, electrical, and generators. Call 813-291-0522. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly, call Cornerstone Pros. Eric was way behind on his taxes. I owed a lot of money to the IRS, almost $15,000. I tried to make payments. The IRS wasn't satisfied with Eric's efforts, so they came after him full force. They're coming to put a lien and a hold on all my income, my home, my car. I was just overwhelmed at what to do. Then Eric called Optima Tax Relief. When Optima Tax got involved, the calls would stop, the threats would stop. It was easy like... uh. One, two, three. Optima Tax Relief is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, and their team of expert tax professionals took care of Eric's problem. I owe 15000 and now my debt is clean. I don't owe anything. Take Eric's advice. If you have a tax problem, you need to call Optima Tax now. Call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Did you know the human body does not make its own vitamin C? That's right. That's why it's critical to supplement your diet with a good source of vitamin C every single day. Aquapowder's vitamin C is a safe, effective, and delicious way to get the powerful vitamin C your body needs. And it's easy. Just mix with water and drink. Feel more energy, boost your immune system, and fight free radical damage. The secret is that Aqua Powder's vitamin C combines nature's most potent forms of vitamin C, including acerola cherry, to deliver 2,000 milligrams per serving. That's real protection. And Aqua Powder's vitamin C is available on Amazon. That's spelled A-Q-U-A-P-O-W-D-E-R-Z. Vitamin C is one of the best things you can do for your health, and Aqua Powder's is one of the best ways to get vitamin C. So go to Amazon now and get your Aqua Powders Vitamin C today. And remember, Aqua Powders transforms water into wellness. The Attorney Patrick Smith Show. Appreciate it very much. Well, I appreciate your kind words. You're exactly why we do this show, Ellen. Thank you for calling. Okay. All right, you're listening to the Attorney Patrick Smith Show. I'm your host, Attorney Patrick Smith. Charlie, welcome to the Attorney Patrick Smith Show. Hi, I have the same feelings about your program that everybody else is telling you. That it's a great show. You do a great job. And I listen to it every week. We appreciate your faithful listening. Charlie, how can I help you today? Listen to the Attorney Patrick Smith Show, Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk Radio. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. This special edition of the Bill Bunkley Show here on Salem Radios. We're broadcasting all across Central Florida. President Trump has surrendered. President Trump um, was processed in Manhattan court today. He appeared at arraignment, 34 felony counts having to do with uh, entries into uh, business books. Uh, with the idea of falsifying records and those falsifying records uh, they're claiming he did to 
alter the presidential federal election. That's why you have felony counts. Uh, it looks to me like a little bit of a stacking going on here. But uh, let's go ahead and uh, take a moment or two. Let's dip back into Fox News coverage as uh, their analysts are now starting to unpack, starting to unpack this. Uh, and let's go ahead and uh, listen for a few moments. To fill that hole, which is how do you turn this misdemeanor, which you had to bring two years within two years of the crime, how does it get elevated into a felony? Well, as you said, and the press conference showed, Bragg says, oh, it's because he was fixing the books to conceal another crime. He nowhere explains in the indictment or in the statement of facts what that other crime is. We're left hanging. And if we don't know, I think this is a huge hole in the indictment. I think the defense attorneys are going to be all over it, especially if Bragg tries to say, oh, it's about somehow defrauding the entire voting public of New York or of the whole country. You know, um, Joe, we're breaking it apart. I've been going through these various counts, and I always, for great respect, you guys as the experts, but it kind of reminds me of term papers I wrote in college where, you know, <laughs> the professor would say it has to be a minimum of 30 pages. And I really had only 10 pages of good stuff. So I just kind of did weird things with an additional 20 pages to make the 30-page count. I don't want to trivialize it to that degree, but I do question what is new here that others who looked at decided to take a pass. That is Neil Cavuto, Neil, uh, Fox News stupid. host. Nothing is new. Uh, this, this is two things scream to me from this indictment as weakness. One is the overcharging, as you just pointed out. This could and should have been one charge. And that's exactly what federal prosecutors, that's the standard that we had to abide by. We are told by the Justice Department not to overcharge. That's what's happened here. The other one is what you pointed out is not actually citing what the supposed crime that's being covered up with the accounting entries. And when asked at the press conference, District Attorney Bragg kind of defensively said, well, the law says we don't have to specify. And then he kind of threw out a couple of things. Well, there's New York state campaign law, which is interesting. There's federal campaign law. But the fact that they couldn't commit it in writing in the indictment screams to me that they are leaving themselves maximum flexibility, and they realize that's their vulnerability. Can um, a judge, John, in this case, uh, Judge Marchand in this case, say, all right, this looks like you, you padded this? As it, he obviously has had a chance to look at the, the indictment in its full form and see a lot of this repetition and see that maybe for every indictment, and, uh, you know, it's really four parts to it, so it would be a lot fewer indictments otherwise. And then... Uh, where does he take it from there? Would he have taken such action now? Not that he would have been dismissed, you know, today, but where does this go? Especially when I hear talk of a hearing that doesn't come until December this year and arguments and motions that are placed in the fall of this year. Uh, then what? I expect that well, President Trump's lawyers will make motions to just dismiss this case right away never even let it get to trial because of these legal flaws. As you say, Neil, overcharging, where you've got 34 counts, it really looks like just two counts. Where you have, in fact, as you've just pointed out, there's no description of what the crime actually is 
that leads this to be a felony. President Trump might, might have a good case that he's being charged by a vague law, that criminal laws have to be precise. You have to be precisely told what's illegal. Otherwise, your due process rights have been violated. He can also claim that Bragg is not allowed to try to prosecute federal law here, the election laws, by pretending it's some kind of state misdemeanor or felony. The Supreme Court has said that that's unconstitutional. There's so many... And then you've got one last one. All this happened well outside the statute of limitations. You either have two years for a misdemeanor in New York, five years for a felony to bring a case. Both of those clocks have expired. So I think what's going to happen is that Trump's lawyers, as you said, Neil, in the, in the early fall are going to make all these motions. You're going to, a judge is going to have to rule on them. You're going to have oral arguments. And that could go on appeal to the, through the New York court system all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court before any juror is even questioned for impaneling, before any open, opening statements are ever made in front of a juror. But just to be clear on what you're saying there, John, would it be up to this judge to say, all right, there's nothing here? Right. The, the, this judge can make that ruling initially, uh, as you might have heard, Attorney General Barr, I think, put but his finger on it. But he's unlikely to. Well he's he's unlikely. Segments. This judge would be very yeah. unlikely to, right? It would be extraordinary if he did, given what allegedly is his past track record and how he's handled the other Trump cases. But right. some judge in the system between him and the U.S. Supreme Court would have the ability to do that and hopefully would. You know, Joe, stepping back from this, I know we're all the same in the, uh, in the eye of the law. That was I, Joe Yu, who's UC Berkeley law professor. Now back to Neil Cavuto. The last 48 hours, so traffic stopped on road, New York City ground to a halt, the FDR cleared. I can't tell you how many times I've traveled on the FDR. It was never cleared for me. I don't know why, but it never was. And I'm thinking of everything upended. So you like to think there is something of considerable gravitas to justify upending a city, upending a country. Uh, I, I'm not saying the president is above the law and the details of the law, but there, there ought to be a very good reason to pursue what's being pursued and, and, and to justify all of that massive disruption. And I wonder whether this cuts that. What do you think? Neil, if there's ever a case that screams for the need of wise prosecutorial discretion, this is that case. Put aside the fact that it's probably time-barred. Put aside the fact that it probably relies on a legal theory, theory that now we see is really tenuous at best. Let's say the district attorney's office really believes in its case. But to the point, that point, you're talking about upending a presidential campaign and indicting the first, for the first time, a former president. So the fact that you have all these vulnerabilities in your case and you move forward anyway and upended the city and the entire political system here, not to mention the view of America in the world today, I mean, I'm just shocked by the fact. I didn't think they would actually do it. I was wrong. Gentlemen, um, maybe just in case stand by, if you don't mind, I do want to go back to Andy McCarthy, who I was listening to earlier today, uh, just outstanding. And Andy, I, I want to kind of pursue the same line of questioning with you. I mean, there was a great buildup ahead of this, thinking that maybe given the 34 counts, maybe given the fact that, you know, we had assumed that this office was going to go on vacation for a month and no case would be filed. Lo and behold, they stunned us last week with this development. Uh, we, we have indictments coming down. 
It's all going to go down uh, this very day. And I'm wondering, um, there's not a lot of there there. And I'm just wondering, does it go much further from here? In other words, does this last? Does this gain traction or does it risk falling apart? Neil, if the judge does his job right here, <clears throat> the case should be dismissed, and it actually should be dismissed quickly. Uh, I agree with what my friends have said, but I, I think this is actually worse than what we anticipated, because what we anticipated was that they were trying to bootstrap a misdemeanor, which, by the way, they'd have a good deal of difficulty proving if it was just a misdemeanor. But they need to show that he concealed another crime in supposedly falsifying the business records. And what we've thought up until now is that they were go he was going to use that as an avenue to enforce federal campaign finance law. Now, maybe that's what he's planning to do, but he's got to tell us what he's planning to do, and more importantly, he's got to tell Donald Trump. So I think this indictment, even before you get to the statute of limitations and whether he's got jurisdiction to enforce federal law, I would dismiss it on its face because it fails to state a crime. Here, it fails to state a crime 34 times. Um, it, it, it is the function of an indictment in the criminal justice system to do two things. It has to put a defendant on notice of exactly what he's being charged with, which is to say which crimes he's being accused of committing. And it then gives the defendant, this is the second part, a vehicle so he, if he's ever charged with that again, he can use the first indictment to plead double jeopardy. So... In order to make that work, you have to tell the defendant what it is that you're, you're accusing him of. And if an essential element of the offense is that the, you have to prove as the prosecutor beyond a reasonable doubt that he was trying to conceal another crime, you have to tell the defendant what the other crime is that he, has, that he supposedly is concealing. This indictment fails to do that. So this isn't like they made a minor mistake or they have a, like a typographical error about a date or something. This is the heart right. of the case. It's not a felony unless he was trying to conceal another crime. And if you don't tell him what the crime is, how does that put him on notice and allow him to prepare his defense? All right. Good, good, good analysis there. We're going to bring you back in. Uh, boy, the phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Um, it looks like, uh, again, this is just sort of a first blush and, uh, what I'm seeing here reviewing a lot of stories that, uh, of course are being filed that, uh, this, uh, I forget who is using the term today. Who was that? Uh, no, Jonathan Turley. He kept saying, uh, it looks like this could be a dubious case. And so, uh. In uh, respect to the great Jonathan Turley, who I had a chance to work with several years ago, he wouldn't know who I was. Uh, but he was in Tallahassee. We were on the same side of a legislative issue that uh, was of great importance. Uh, but I'll use that term dubious, but I won't take it for my own. We normally don't do anything like that. No, we just Not even normally, we just don't. So dubious in the name of... Uh, uh, one of our great analysts, and I want to give a shout out to um, Fox News, allowing us to uh, letting us just dip in for a few moments, uh, so that uh, you, our audience, could have uh, just a little bit of a flavor from uh, 
what some of the early analysis is that's coming in now. Remember, that's coming in from Fox, I'm sure. If you were listening to CNN or MSNBC, et cetera, et cetera, uh, and what you're going to see on NPR later on today or here on NPR, this is just an absolutely awful miscarriage of justice, uh, a huge federal election violation. And, oh, by the way, when you add up all these counts uh, with the potential of five years in federal prison each, Donald Trump could go to jail for 130 or whatever the number of the years are. Psst. President Trump isn't going to go to prison. Uh, and uh, since I'm hearing that this is more dubious than what some of the lawyers who have been concerned about this feel, well, next step is let's pray and hope that this will get turned away and thrown out of court. I'm Bill Bunkley. You can weigh in next. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. I'd like you to imagine for a moment you're at yet another new school. When a teacher stops you from leaving class until everyone's gone, she tells you, you won't be going home for a while. It's not safe there anymore. And some people are here to take you somewhere else to stay. Sadly, this is a reality for more than a 1,000 children and teens every month that enter Florida's foster system. Which is why we need just as many Florida families to become foster families right now. That teen, separated from everything she knows, has an urgent need to feel safe and secure. But imagine your family can give her the stability and nurture she needs until she can be safely reunited with her family. If you can imagine that, please apply today to become a Florida foster family. Foster training and licensing are free. Visit allprodad.com slash foster for more information. Is God obsolete? Do you think religion is good for the world? It only causes troubles and war. Our culture is shifting ever closer to atheism or irreligion. Today, the fastest growing religion is no religion at all. Our fight in this world is not against Islam, it's against religion. This is Kevin Sorbo. In the new movie, Irreligious Nation, my family and I travel to Israel to explore our faith and examine how lack of religion, disconnection, and cynicism affects culture and society worldwide. Should we be paying any attention to faith? Is faith important? If God exists, is he even relevant today? Is it really objective truth? Or is it true to say everyone has their own truth? Why are we losing our religion? You may need to read the Bible, but I know right from wrong. These people who say, I don't need faith, I can be a good person. 
Can they? Does religion even matter? Watch Irreligious Nation at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It was in my first year at seminary I took a class called Old Testament Introduction from the late, great Dr. Merrill Unger. Hi, this is Chuck Swindoll. Well, in that first session, we jumped into the uniqueness of the Old Testament, the apocrypha, the pseudepigraphal text, the myths and legends from Nabopolassar. Oh, wait, wait, some young theologians in the back waved their hands and said, Dr. Unger, uh, I thought this was Old Testament introduction. Yes, said Dr. Unger, that, that's why I'm keeping it simple today. Sometimes you just have to dig into the depths of Scripture. Some of it's tough stuff, but my, I'll tell you, it's worth it all. Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. show here broadcasting on Salem Radio all across Central Florida. Well, coming up in just a few moments, uh, we'll be saying goodbye to our News Talk Answer stations. Jay Seculo will be up next. For those of you listening on The Answer, Sarasota, Bradenton, and Venice on AM 930 and FM 93.7. We'll continue on with the... um, Third hour of the Bill Bunkley Show on this briefing on this historic afternoon, April the 4th, 2023. Well, as uh, I've been on the air and, of course, very quickly scanning um, a lot of uh, documents, a lot of analysis, uh, I can just say before we sign off with our news talk uh, crowd that I think that the, uh, the speculation among many um, legal experts has come to pass, and that is, uh, this is, uh, as Jonathan Turley said, this is very, looking very dubious, and I think it's like a double dubious, if you know what I mean. And that is that not only the combination of, of reading something that, I understand that if you were a federal prosecutor and you saw these 34 different instances, you would not bring 34 charges. You would bring one. And there may be an area where of what we're looking at right now, maybe there would have been a need for a secondary charge because it's a little bit different. But it looks like this is purely unadulter- unadulterated 
unadulterated politics. This man, Alvin Bragg, campaigned to the voters to get that job because he said that he would get Trump. That is dangerous. That's what you do in a communist country. That's what you do in a totalitarian regime. We don't put district attorneys in 67 counties in Florida, and we don't tolerate someone saying, well, I'm, I'm uh, Joe Smith, and I'm going to go after, uh, you know, Barry, Barry Bell or whatever, and uh, you elect me, and I know this very bad, dastardly person, I'm going to bring charges against him. I'll find something, I'm going to get him. I reiterate again how dangerous that is. And now that we see what he has done, it's going to be very difficult for you unless you are a trained lawyer, and I put myself in that group. You're going to have to work very diligently to really understand the scope of how this man, Alvin Bragg, has just trampled the rule of law. You would have to be a trained lawyer understanding how the system works to understand how he has tampered with Lady Justice. They've got a serious, serious public problem in the Manhattan borough of New York. And unfortunately, with this kind of district attorney, and remember that a grand jury, I want to leave you with this, the grand jury never hears any evidence from the defense side. Let me repeat. The grand jury only knows what they have been fed by the district attorney. They bring an indictment based on what the district attorney has told them. And if you have a dubious district attorney who will play fast with the facts and leave a whole lot of menuendo out there and you get a grand jury indictment, then what you have is what you have today. So as we go out of this hour, let me tell you, just stay tuned. There, from what I can tell right now, Team Trump's defense panel is going to be diving into this, and they've got a whole lot to work with. Meanwhile, President is raking in, what, about $8 million the last few days? And the more this right now develops and people see what it is, benefits the Donald. We'll be right back. TV news. It's a love-hate relationship. 
Well, let's be honest. More hate. We agree. That's why we're different. Salem News Channel has assembled the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. Home to Charlie Kirk, Hugh Hewitt, Eric Metaxas, and more. There's finally a place on TV for lovers of freedom like you. Watch anytime, on any screen, free, 24-7. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. Hi, this is Dr. Michael Lang, board-certified optometric physician and certified nutritional specialist and the founder of the Lang Eye Institute and Fortify Vitamins. I've hosted the very popular Ask the Doctor program since 1993. I educate you on the latest advancements and natural approaches to eye disease and total body wellness. I'm Dr. Michael Lang, helping keep America fit and healthy. The Lang Eye Institute in the Villages and the Fortify Nutrition Center on McMillan Booth Road in Clearwater. Online at fortify.com. And listen to Ask the Doctor Saturday morning at 10 on Faith Talk Tampa. WTBN Pinellas Park, WTWD Plant City, WLCC Brandon. Faith Talk Tampa. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. Former President Trump has pleaded not guilty to 34 felony counts. White House correspondent Greg Clugston reports from Lower Manhattan. In a history-making courthouse appearance, Trump was arrested and arraigned. He pleaded not guilty to the 34-count indictment that alleges a scheme to suppress negative information that could have affected the 2016 presidential election. After the former president left the building, his attorney, Todd Blanche, characterized the allegations as boilerplate. He said there were no surprises in the indictment. Blanche described Trump as frustrated and upset, but also as motivated. Greg Clugston, New York. The battle for a Supreme Court seat in Wisconsin has gone to the voters today. Howard Schwaber, a professor of political science and law at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, explains why the state's Supreme Court race, pitting Democratic-backed candidate Janet Protasiewicz against Republican-backed Dan Kelly, is seen to be so important in the election battleground state. Right now, the Wisconsin Supreme Court has a four to three conservative majority. And the ideological differences between the majority and the minority are very stark. If Janet Protasiewicz wins in this election, that balance will shift to a four to three liberal uh, majority. And so the new majority will take the court in a dramatically different direction from the one it's been going now. If Dan Kelly wins, the court will remain in its current, uh, current state ideologically. Strong storms, likely including tornadoes, are expected to hit parts of the Midwest and South beginning this evening. That has prompted officials to warn people, many coping with damage inflicted by deadly weather over the weekend, to have shelter ready before going to bed. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 198 points. The Nasdaq dropped 63. The S&P 500 lower by 23. This is SRN News. Let's be real. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch. Too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan, double MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. 
Very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need, 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE, 844-45-BIBLE. For decades, China used forced abortion to carry out its draconian one-child policy, and most couples aborted girls. Pro-life leaders like Dr. Albert Mueller say China is now reaping a grim harvest. There are so many young men who will never have a hope of being married. There are so many men who will never have a family. They'll never know what it means to be a husband. They will never know what it means to be a father. And that is a direct result, not of some kind of natural development, but of one of the most perverse anti-human policies undertaken by any government at any time in human history. More at albertmohler.com. The Florida Senate has approved a bill to ban abortions after six weeks, a measure supported by Republican Governor Ron DeSantis. The proposal must still be approved by the House before it reaches the governor's desk. Florida currently prohibits abortions after 15 weeks. If the legislation passes, it would align Florida more closely with other states in the South. This is SRN News. This is Carol Platt, Liebau for townhall.com. If it weren't on video, you wouldn't believe it. Students at Stanford Law School shouted down a federal appeals court judge, and the associate dean summoned to restore order actually supported them in doing it. Before becoming a judge, Kyle Duncan of the Fifth Circuit represented clients and made arguments that offended leftist students. So he was screamed at and jeered. The associate dean for diversity, equity, and inclusion sided with the protesters, pondering whether he should be speaking at all. The disgraceful episode isn't an isolated incident. A functioning representative democracy depends on citizens capable of more than insulting and shouting down others. A functioning legal system depends on lawyers capable of rational analysis and hearing opposing arguments. Too many students are learning none of these skills. It will hurt all of us in the end. I'm Carol Platt-Lebo. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open. In Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free, 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here, your host of the Bill Bunkley Show here on Salem Radio as we're broadcasting all across Central Florida this afternoon. We welcome you back on a very, very eventful day. And uh, we're talking about the indictment today of a former president of the United States, Donald Trump. Uh, that happened uh, earlier this afternoon, and uh, in just a minute, I'll give you a little bit of a reset of uh, what has transpired and what we know. Um, but you've tuned in to the Bill Bunkley Show, and as I said, we're broadcasting all the way from the beaches of the Gulf of Mexico to the beaches of the Atlantic Ocean, all up and down the I-4 corridor, 
uh, to the north, to the villages, uh, to Ocala and Gainesville, to the south, northern areas of Fort Myers and Cape Coral, all up and down the Florida Gulf Coast, and again, all up and down east and west on the I-4 corridor. Glad to have you with us this afternoon. Now, our phone lines, as always, are open, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673 if you would like to uh, speak to some of the issues on our show this afternoon. So, obviously, this has been a special presentation of the Bill Bunkley Show as we've been covering the events that has transpired in the borough of Manhattan uh, with the charging of President Trump. So earlier today, well, let's start with yesterday. You probably know that yesterday uh, President Trump flew from uh, uh, Palm Beach Airport up to LaGuardia uh, and then uh, motorcaded over to the Trump Tower where he spent the night last night. And then uh, today, uh, just a little while before he was scheduled to appear for his arraignment, at the Manhattan Courthouse, uh, the president uh, left uh, Trump Tower, motivated over to uh, the courthouse, went up to the seventh floor, I understand, to be processed uh, for the charges that were leveled against him. He came back down, and uh, we saw a glimpse of him as he was going into the courtroom. And then he was in the courtroom. We learned that... Uh, there have been 34 felony counts that have been charged against him. He has pled not guilty to all of the counts. The, um, the analysis that uh, I am confirming that I believe to be the case, that many are believing that this is uh, court stacking or charge stacking, that uh, what I understand is, and this is having to do with federal election law, by the way, even though they are tying it to a New York state law about falsifying business records. So falsifying business records uh, of 34 counts would have been a misdemeanor, but now they're alleging that he's violated federal law, that he did this to cover up pertinent facts that the voters needed to know when he was running for the presidency of the United States. In that, there are two allegations of affairs that he had with two separate women. And one was concerning uh, the one you've heard the most about, the, the, the false name, but the name of Stormy Daniels. $130,000 payment that attorney Mr. Cohen actually paid to the attorney of Stormy, Stormy Daniels. Didn't come from President Trump, but then they're claiming it was billed later. You know, he said, she said, she got all that going on. She made a um, uh, an appearance where she made it clear that she did not have an affair with Donald Trump. Donald Trump said he didn't have an affair with her. That's sort of the sideshow to the whole thing. Not that I'm relegating it as not important. Uh, that's very important, especially those of us who are Christ followers and understand that. But nonetheless, uh, if you, how I understand it, and, and this is in the fog of all of this just, just coming forward right now, as I understand it, uh, these 34 counts, if you were a federal prosecutor, you would not have brought 34 counts. You would have brought one count with 34 subsets. 
So already we see the politics. The, the, well, the politics is just by going after this. The statute of limitations has gave out like two years ago on this. The second thing is, is that uh, you got these 34 felony counts, but we have just learned as uh, Alvin Bragg, who I call braggadocious, this was the DA who brought the charges against Trump. He bragged when he was running for office, if you elect me, I'll get Trump. So this is his, uh, this is his returning of his campaign favor to those who elected him. But uh, you get to this in the point of the analysis where you you realize that um, he's trying to stretch a misdemeanor New York charge about falsifying a business expense to make it into a federal crime. And then what I found fascinating that I picked up on, and I'm not even an attorney, as we just listened uh, earlier uh, in the 4 o'clock hour, Mr. Bragg came and had his press conference. He was questioned, I think, by the New York Times about, well, what laws did, did the president break that you are bringing this level of charges? And that was after he asked Mr. Bragg, well, why are you bringing this now? Because your predecessor said there was nothing there. The uh, federal prosecutor said there was nothing there. And so he alleges that there's new evidence, and that's why I had to bring it forward now. Okay, right. Uh, But anyway, the indictment is very loose because it it gives two areas where President Trump has violated, let's say, New York law or the federal tax laws. But then he says, well, there's more areas. We just didn't put them in the indictment because we weren't required to do so. Unbelievable. To me, that is, that is just in, in a high-profile case like this, you would want to make sure that you dotted all the I's and you crossed all the T's. And you've got something floating out there about, well, we'll get back with you with the statutes that Mr. Trump violated. Now, you know what that reminds me of? Nancy Pelosi. Obamacare. Well, what's in Obamacare? You're getting ready to vote on it. Oh, don't worry about it. Uh, You know, don't worry about it. When we find out what's in it, then we'll let you know. That is (laughs) the very least it's incompetence, but it's, it's also sloppiness. And all I know is that from what I'm hearing on the early analysis, the ineptness of how these 34 charges have been put together is going to provide for the defense Trump team a plethora of avenues to pursue. Now, if Mr. Braggadocious gets his way, the next hearing is not going to be until August. You know what happens in August? That's probably one of the first presidential debates because you don't realize it. Because, you know, campaigns are like year-round now. 
You don't realize it that, yeah, we're in April of 2023, but the election is a week from, is a, is a year from November, which means the very first debates will be happening in August. And you know, after the first of the year, when you talk about the early primary states, I mean, it is on. And just around Christmas, Donald Trump has been, they asked for Donald Trump to be excused in the next big hearing. And the judge said, no, maybe there's one he can skip down the line, but I think he ought to be here for that one. So he'll get dragged up again. And so on at least right now, we're talking about a $130,000 charge. I'm not disputing that. And I'm certainly not minimizing someone having an affair or paying hush money. Please don't go there. We discussed that yesterday. But they're now starting to try and calculate the millions of dollars that was spent just today out of the coffers of the taxpayers of New York. A gazillion police on hand. They're blocking off major roads in Manhattan for the president to be able to move. The unprecedented money that had to be spent for his security. And there's also a cry of, you know, no one's above the law, but at the same time, you're you're pressing a case that's beyond the statute of limitations. Normally it would be a misdemeanor. You're trying to do a leapfrog jump to make it a felony. And all of this, uh, it's a spectacle. It's a circus. And they're going to turn around and do this again in December. And, and I know Manhattan is big-time liberal. But even they have got to say, you know, what, 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 whoa, why? I, I got stuck on the bridge. For a half an hour, couldn't move. I didn't get in in time, and they, they shut it off for the motorcade. I was here 30, 45 minutes. They got, they're got paying police overtime all over the place by the gazillions of dollars. And even on the left, somebody must be saying, why are we doing this? And the early analysis is about this was something that, quote, unquote, was being trumped up by Mr. Braggadocious, Alvin Bragg. We'll learn more in the next few hours. I myself is looking forward to the commentary this evening by legal experts after they get a chance to comb through this page by page by page. But it looks like this could be worse worse than what we've been hearing by a lot of court and constitutional experts. This could be worse in terms of uh, charging someone with something that should never be charged and then overcharging. So I have an idea that we are going to be hearing a laundry list soon, very soon, from the Trump defense as to all the ways they're going after this indictment and, quite frankly, all the ways... They're going to go after this district attorney. Lady Justice had her blindfold removed in this whole deal. That's dangerous for the country. Agree or disagree? Give me a call. Tell me what you think. 877 
943-9673. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Salem Radio. We'll be right back. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. Cornerstone Pros. You don't allow just anyone into your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros technicians are the best of the best. Background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify skills and dependability. Servicing air conditioners, plumbing, electrical, and generators. Call 813 813- 910522. Mission Hill Church is hopping with excitement about Easterfest, Saturday, April 8th from 10 a.m. to noon at their Temple Terrace campus. Families, you'll enjoy lots of Easter fun, including bounce houses, festival games, and a petting zoo. Kids, there will be lots of candy and, of course, Easter eggs. Admission is free, so invite your family and friends and plan to hop, skip, or jump your way to Easterfest at Mission Hill Church. To learn more, visit missionhill.org. That's missionhill.org. And listen to The Barnabas Effect weekdays at 9 here on Faith Talk Tampa. Welcome back, Michael W. Smith on the Bill Bunkley Show. And uh, in the last segment, hopefully we'll get back to a little chat. We had a chance to go see The Journey. And, uh, boy, i tell you what, that is um, the 200-mile trek all around Tuscany from the Vatican um, um, with some of uh, just some spectacular scenery. I'll, I'll go into that coming up in just a little bit. Uh, I highly recommend that you get to the theaters to see it, uh, uh, but I'll give you more in just a moment. 
Our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673 as we are considering the uh, charges brought against, uh, brought against President Trump. Let's go to Tampa. By the way, 877 again, 943-9673. Give us uh, your, your quick thoughts about what we have seen unfold the last few hours in New York City. Let's go to Tampa. Donna is calling in. Donna, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. And uh, your your thoughts about uh, how uh, how the uh, how this is unfolding across America? Well, it's very interesting. Um, I work for a law firm. I've been a paralegal for over thirty five years. And in any litigation, there is a thing called discovery. Discovery is when you get to ask questions and make the other side produce documents and writings and things that basically support their position. And um, you get to ask the questions, and you get to request the documents, and you get to request the admissions. And so what's going to be interesting is the discovery uh, that the uh, Trump team will be serving on the Bragg team. And um, I think that a lot of that is going to be very telling. Secondly, it's a precedent not president, president. Um, they've, they've never done this to any sitting president before or ex-president. So this is opening wide the doors to do it to others. Uh, perhaps those who really did things that warranted such investigations and charges, um, you know, like the last few administrations. So, you know, that's my thought. Well, um, I got, if you can, I got a question for you, and, and my question is this: because right now you're the expert, I'm the spectator. But in listening as best as I could, as I've been on the air uh, in the press conference with Alvin Bragg, the district attorney, I believe the New York Times asked the question: uh, not only why he was bringing charges again, but when he asked about what laws did President Trump violate, uh, apparently they were not spelled out in the indictment except for two and mr bragg's response is well there there's several but we only cited two well why don't you cite the rest well because we didn't have to and i sort of reacted to that because even at this juncture and even though they didn't have a they didn't have to do it but they have not really put all their even Forget the discovery of, uh, of digging down in the documents. They haven't even, for the public interest of the whole country, they didn't state all the laws that they believe they already know Mr. Trump had violated. How does that sort of hit you? Well, it hits me probably like it does most of the other people who are awake and aware in this country. Um, and that is that it's, it's a political circus. And it's theater, and it's optics. Um, Alvin Bragg takes orders, and he's been given marching orders to take this route. And so he can't say no, and uh, I'm sure that, you know, like many others, he's aware of the deficiencies in in the case that he's trying to press, Uh, but he's doing it anyway. So what does that tell you? Now, if you are of the camp, I, let's say, I'm of the camp, this is all about politics, and so speaking 
back to something you said earlier that I want to emphasize for our audience. Right now, uh, charges have been filed. This thing is going to be dragged out into the primary season. So, and yep. a lot, a lot is out there about Mr. Soros is backing this DA and his campaign as well as several others with what seems to be a brand new political strategy and tool. It, it's sinister. It's evil. But the idea is, you get activist prosecutors, district attorneys. And then you have political opponents, and when you time this thing right, and he this could have been charged a long time ago. They're two years past the statute of limitations. But if you do it right, and you know how long it's going to take as the wheels of justice are like more than super slow motion, this can be done all around the country to go after uh, a political individual that you're not going to beat maybe any other way, but you want to take them down and discredit them. So just about the time they're getting ready to really engage in campaign, you pop this on them so that all throughout their campaigning, this is a smudge on their record. Do you see this as a very dangerous precedent? And, And I think you see this is what we're now going to be turning to in the future, right? Honestly, I think that that all of this is specially designed for President Trump. Like I said, it's never happened before, and I don't think it's going to happen again. <laughs> right, so, right, right. I think this is a very special set of circumstances that were specifically designed around this president. Well, nonetheless, pretty disturbing to you because you, among many, know exactly what's going on here. And it, this is pretty this is pretty bad, isn't it? It's very bad. And But you know what? President Trump, I, my hat is off to this guy. I mean, he's, he's <laughs> taken things in the arrow, and, uh, and he still keeps going strong. You know, he's the Energizer Bunny. And, uh, and I love him for that. And... Um, during the course of all of this, so much of the swamp creatures and tactics are being exposed. Mm. So, Everything. So, that too. Everything. We got No. Yeah, we got a hard break. But, Donna, thank you. You've done a, a great job helping to educate all of us. Thank you so much for calling in and contributing, and hope you have a blessed evening. And you as well, Bill. Good night. All right. Good night. Well, tell you what. That's been very helpful. hope it's helpful to you from someone who knows what a circus is. If it looks like a circus, if it sounds like a circus, it's a circus. I'm Bill Bunkley. The Bill Bunkley Show. Be right back. W-282-CI Tampa, W-271-CY Lakeland, W-262-CP Bayonet Point. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. Prosecutors say Donald Trump conspired to illegally influence the 2016 election through a series of hush money payments designed to stifle claims that could be harmful to his candidacy. That's according to a historic 34-count felony indictment unsealed Tuesday. Mr. Trump, who sat stone-faced and silenced as he entered and exited the Manhattan courtroom, said not guilty in a firm voice. 
A Kansas bill that would order that people use bathrooms and locker rooms of their gender at birth has cleared the Republican-controlled legislature. The state Senate voted 28-12 to 12 on Tuesday with one vote more than a two-thirds majority that would be needed to override Democratic Governor Laura Kelly's expected veto. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 198 points. This is SRN News. Be real. If you're a business owner, imagine getting up to $26,000 per employee. There's still time for business owners to file for the Employee Retention Tax Credit Program. This program is for business owners who continue to pay their W-2 employees during the COVID pandemic. Many businesses qualify and simply do not know it. All business types and industries may qualify. You can claim the credit even if you received a PPP loan. This is a cash payment and not a loan and can be claimed now. The licensed CPAs and tax professionals at DH Tax and Consulting have been serving business owners across the country for over 15 years. The best part is that until you receive your cash payment, you don't pay us a dime. Our tax credit specialists are available now at 833-ERC-FILE and your tax payment estimate is quick, easy, and free. That's 833-ERC-FILE to qualify you and your business for up to $26,000 per W-2 employee for free federal aid. Call us now at 833-ERC-FILE. That's 833-ERC-FILE. God taught me something in that dark theater where there was such cruelty. This is Focus on the Family Minute, and Emily Colson recalls a lesson she learned through her son's autism. See, as a mom, I couldn't wait to get my vulnerable child out of that ugliness. But God, out of love for us, God chose to send his son as a tiny, vulnerable baby right into this theater of humanity with all its ugliness to bring us hope, to bring us the promise of eternal life, to bring us the promise of an abundant life. Hear more from Emily today at FamilyMinute.org. Harvest Ministries and Greg Laurie present a new devotional book on marriage by authors Levi and Jenny Lusco. Levi told me that this is the book he wished he had been able to read, but it was not there. So he wrote it with his wife. And there's a lot of great interaction between Levi and Jenny in this book. It's very personable. It's fun. So order your copy of The Marriage Devotional by Levi and Jenny Lusco, and we'll send it to you for your gift of any size. Available at harvest.org. Saturday afternoons at 5, it's Christian Thought with Dr. Richard Lamborn. God the Father said to God the Son, Son, this is you. Trusting in his Father to keep his word and raise him from the dead, Jesus of Nazareth went to his crucifixion and paid for your transgressions and for mine. Listen to Christian Thought with Dr. Richard Lamborn, Saturday afternoons at 5 on Faith Talk Tampa, online at letstalkfaith.com. In sight, who walks up to a giant and picks a fight, who turns a lion's den into a petting zoo, who can have church in a fiery furnace? Well, I'll tell you who. Crazy people trust in Jesus, following him wherever he leads us. Kingdom seekers walk by faith believers. 
Hey, welcome back. Mr. Crazy here on Salem Radio as a Christ follower. And I know uh, I'm uh, one of the members of the uh, the Asylum of Christians that are listening in this afternoon. Hey, welcome back. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. Quite a day here. I'm uh, broadcasting from Tampa and not in Tallahassee. We are in anticipation, anticipation of tomorrow sundown. Uh, but there's an important bill that's going to be heard that could affect whether I could even be on the air in the future here in Florida. And that bill is going to be up in a Senate Rules Committee in Tallahassee. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later on. But welcome back. Uh, this is the Bill Bunkley Show here on Salem Radio, broadcasting all across Central Florida. Uh, we have been covering the uh, the breaking news of the indictment against President Trump, former President of the United States. 34 felony charges that should have been just one or two. Uh, charges uh, that have already been two years past the statute of limitations. Charges that would be misdemeanors for improper handling of the books of a business. Uh, but now that's being alleged that it was done to hide things from the American people. And we've got a state prosecutor deciding that he wants to fa- file and and prosecute the president of the United States, which has never happened, on federal charges in a state court. Yeah, pretty wild, right? And uh, not only that, he didn't come even telling everybody uh, in terms of the document of the indictment, what, what all the laws that Trump violated. He says, well, there's, we only listed two. There's more, but I didn't have to tell you that yet. So uh, that's uh, what we've been covering. The president will be speaking later on tonight. That would be certainly interesting. And so uh, we've been here covering that. We've got Dave standing by in Lithia. The phone lines are open. This is a day where I'd really like to hear what you think. And, uh, and of course, I've been giving analysis since 3 o'clock this afternoon, so I'd really like to hear some feedback so if you want to get in the queue behind Dave at 877-943-9673. Hey, reminding you, let's do a little business here because we have got to come together on the National Day of Prayer. And this is just a, another day's example of why we've got to get on our knees and we've got to pray. Well, for 30 years, there's been a brunch right here in Tampa. It's a brunch for 30 years that's been held on the day of the National Day of Prayer. It's called, well, the Tampa Bay National Day of Prayer Brunch. And I want you, I want to invite you to come to be with us. This is going to be happening on May the 4th. I'll be emceeing the event. It's going to be at the Armature Works here in Tampa, just off I-275. Uh, we're going to open the doors at 11 o'clock, and uh, you're going to be able to come in and have some great fellowship uh, around the table, a great luncheon meal. And then you're going to hear from our keynote speaker, Lieutenant General William G. Boynkin, retired. He now serves as the Executive Vice President for the Family Research Council. Uh, Word of Life is going to be our anchor sponsor for this event. Hats off to them again. But we're going to be praying for businesses. We're going to be praying for education. We're going to be praying for the military, all branches. We're going to be praying for our government and our media. We're going to be praying for our churches, and yes, we're praying for your family. 
Tickets are available right now. Plus, if you want to secure a table, many of you secure a whole table and bring your guests. I suggest if you want to get a table to get everybody at your table, now's the time to get that table ordered. You can do that by going to our website at www.letstalkfaith.com. Letstalkfaith.com. And you can order your individual tickets or you can also order your uh, table tickets. And again, be a part of something special. This is our 30th anniversary of coming together for the prayer brunch. I hope to see you there. Uh, www.letstalkfaith.com. Letstalkfaith.com. That's where you can secure your tickets. Now, if you'd like to uh, get in the queue, 877-943-9673. Let's go to Lithia. Dave is standing by. Dave, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Brother Bill, how you doing? Been a busy I, uh, day. Busy day. How are yeah, you? Yeah, to say the least. Uh, well, I'd like to start on a positive note. So the positive note is, hey, man, we're going to Israel. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, yeah. Dave. And I know, I know, I know you're coming with us, and I know you and your wife are pumped. And so, hey, by the way, we only got room for maybe one couple, maybe two. So we're almost there, my man, to uh, close this thing out. But uh, man, I know you love your country, and I know that uh, this is this has got a particular uh, meaning to you. So tell us what your thoughts are this afternoon. by the way, Bill, is to see the Jerusalem uh, before, uh, during the millennium, and when it's the new Jerusalem. So I have all three um, on my eternal bucket list. But well, we're going to get that, you. We're going to get you real upfront and close. So uh, <laughs> bucket one to be done, and your next tour guide will be somebody who knows a little bit about Jesus Himself, and that's going to be our Lord and Savior. So. Uh, I'm sure he'll do Amen. a better job of walking you through it, but uh, nonetheless, we'll <laughs> we'll get you on the first one here. Um, again, thanks, Phil, and, and I got to tell you, I'm, I am sad because I think this is a, a national disgrace. Um, and when I look back, uh, I think that quite possibly uh, in the in the last century, this president may in fact have been the only. Uh, um, the only president maybe to put such fear into the deep state apparatus that that they they dra- dra- they don't want him to even be able to run again, even after the entire intelligence community, the Department of Justice, you know, the, the DNC, and everyone else complicit um, in the executive branch with that 2020 election, all of that, and they still fear him enough to do something this ridiculously um, uh, shameful uh, in, on the national and the world scene. So I, maybe the, maybe you do, in fact, know your enemy, know the value of the person by the enemies he, he faces. You are so right, because this is one human being that so forcefully went to restore the sovereignty of the United States of America who was dedicated to restoring all aspects of our military might and all aspects of the armed forces, was someone that uh, was very direct with our largest world enemies, however, maintaining dialogues with those folks, 
And then uh, not only was the friend, of the, the best friend Israel ever has had, other than Harry Truman, by doing what no other president did, and that was to move the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. And then after that, to pledge support for Israel's retention of the Golan Heights, the heights that overlook all of Israel, that an adversary, if they're on those heights, just like what they tried to do in the 67 war, but uh, the Lord led the Israel army in 67 to wipe out uh, all of those Jordanian and Syrian tanks and then also the Egyptian airplanes. And so this president uh, in so many areas, not to mention what he did in the area of religious liberty and religious freedom, a flawed man, just like many of us. But, you know, Dave, as we look in biblical history, you know, when God decides that he wants to use somebody, uh, he used Nebuchadnezzar, he used Pharaoh, and I'm certainly not putting those two dastardly people in the same category as Donald Trump. I'm just making the point that uh, God calls flawed people. It's been that way all the way through the Bible. Uh, it was his will that came together for him to be president. And to your point, this man was so effective. The people that you see now are apoplectic, apoplectic, that they haven't been able to destroy him. He's still standing. And the point you made this afternoon is a huge point because when people want to understand why are they going to such lengths is because that's how much they fear this man. You're right. I'm with you, brother. And I was reading in Chronicles uh, going through, and, and one of the 31 of one of the 31 kings, only eight were good, but of the rest, one of the evil kings lasted like 50 years. And I thought, well, you know, Lord, the Lord will use His plan; His will will be done. And whether He uses you as Judas or He uses you as John. You know that that's part of maybe the free will, but you're but you're gonna you're gonna be on one side or the other. There's no neutral middle ground. Uh, you're absolutely correct, and uh, you know this is uh this is a watershed moment for America, and uh, let me tell you what if we've gotten to a point where Lady Justice and most of us know the symbolic statue of the Lady of Justice, and she has the uh, the scales in her hands and she's blindfolded. At least as far as this case is concerned, there has been no blindfold. This has been a political hack job. And the question is whether it's a one-off like uh, Donna was sharing, that it would probably only be with President Trump, or if somebody like a George Soros that opposes us on the left side of the perspective wants to continue to recruit district attorneys in other areas and either have them be activists where they don't bring charges against crime or they will selectively go after somebody, whether they get a conviction or not. This is a watershed moment in America, but it's up for the rest of us to stand up. It's up to the rest of us to not only give a, a witness to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, but to give a witness in truth because uh, untruths all the way from our kids in school and what's being taught and what's happening here. We are in a cesspool of Satan's dominion of murdering, lies, deception, and destruction. And if uh, we, being God's people, uh, in, in, in love or like we're doing today, just having a discussion, and if we aren't agreeing that we need to be vocal about what's going on, 
we will not have a country, and that will happen pretty soon. Yes, sir. I, I don't I don't disagree. And the hardest thing is to love your enemies, but that's how real change happens, one heart at a time. That's it. That's it. Well, anyway, let me just tell you, I know you're excited, and uh, I'll just say this. If any of our other pilgrims are listening, uh, we're going to get this thing wrapped up, hopefully, with our base crew and then we're going to have uh, probably a Zoom session. We're going to be hearing from our tour guide, and we'll start doing some of the fun things. So, Dave, I know you and your wife are praying. Keep praying for this next couple or two, as well as all the folks that are out there. Remember, folks, you still have got time to join us to go to Israel. And like Dave and his wife, this is an awesome group. And, Dave, you're going to enjoy the people I've had to meet. It's going to be great. Looking forward to it, brother. Appreciate you putting it all together. Thank you, sir. Drive safe. Thanks so much for being with us, and uh, thank you for all of what you do, and I'll just leave it there. You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Thank you, sir. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. You know what? I haven't met Dave face-to-face yet. I'm looking forward to it. But that'll give you an example of the literally dozens of other people who are traveling to Israel with myself, Ms. Bunkley, and Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. So, You can do that, too, and I'll tell you how you can get on this trip. There's still a couple spaces for you. I'll be right back. I'd like you to imagine for a moment you're at yet another new school. When a teacher stops you from leaving class until everyone's gone, she tells you, you won't be going home for a while. It's not safe there anymore. And some people are here to take you somewhere else to stay. Sadly, This is a reality for more than a 1,000 children and teens every month that enter Florida's foster system, which is why we need just as many Florida families to become foster families right now. That teen, separated from everything she knows, has an urgent need to feel safe and secure. But imagine your family can give her the stability and nurture she needs until she can be safely reunited with her family. If you can imagine that, Please apply today to become a Florida foster family. Foster training and licensing are free. Visit allprodad.com slash foster for more information. Drowning in IRS debt? If you can't afford to pay your IRS debt due to economic hardship, you can now be free of IRS collection efforts by taking advantage of a special IRS tax hardship program. This program allows Americans who owe the IRS to resolve their delinquent tax debt once and for all. In some cases, maybe even reducing what you owe significantly. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Simply dial 800-555-88. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back or have years of unfiled tax returns, help is standing by. Just call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-555-88 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-555-88 to see if you qualify. That's 800-555-88. Bill Bunkley here with an update on our summer pilgrimage to Israel and Jordan with myself and Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold from June 24th to July 4th. I now have to alert you that we are getting very close to the deadline to reserve your space on our trip. 
We only have room for a handful more of travelers, so please don't delay. Call or email me now to reserve your spot. It's just $45.95 double occupancy with a $700 deposit needed to secure your spot for this once-in-a-lifetime trip to Israel and Jordan. Final payment not due until May the 10th. Go to BillBunkley.com for details or call me at 813-264-2977. Our trip starts on June 24th and goes through July 4th of this summer. It's a bucket list trip you'll never forget. Again, go to BillBunkley.com or call me at 813-264-2977. That's 813-264-2977. You're smart, you're busy, and don't have time to waste on the mainstream media cycle. Salem News Channel breaks that cycle. Topics that matter from hosts worth watching. Dinesh D'Souza, Andrew Wilkow, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. Salem News Channel, not like the other guys. Watch anytime, on any screen, free, 24-7. Find everything you need to know at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. Janae's Tropicals is your one-stop shop for fruit trees, exotic tropical plants and palms, citrus, and more. Join Janae every Saturday morning at 9.30 as she shares more than 24 years of horticultural experience and hosts other green thumb experts to give you free gardening advice. Janae will teach you to live off the land and love it. Visit Janae online at tropicalfruit.com. Listen to Janae's Tropicals Saturdays at 9.30 and again at 5.30 on Faith Talk Tampa. That the Lord of all the earth would care to know my name, would care to feel my hurt. Who am I that the bright and morning star would choose to light the way for my ever wandering heart? Not because of who I am. But because of what you've done, not because of what I've done, but because of who you are, I am a flower quickly fading here today. But Donald Trump will be speaking tonight to uh, hear his side of the indictment. We've heard from the district attorney, uh, Alvin Bragg. Uh, but a couple of things I want to cover. First of all, we had a chance last night, Mrs. Bunkley and I, to go and to see the movie The Journey. And I got to tell you what, with Andrea Bocelli, and I want to tell you, I, 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 this is a, one of the TV, TBN productions, but it is a 200-mile journey by horseback from the Vatican in um, Rome along a very famous road, the Via Francenzina. This is the ancient Rome that uh, believed to have been traveled by the Apostle Paul and Peter uh, and by Christian pilgrims for centuries, centuries. And so this was a host of Christian musical uh, uh, individuals that were joined in this production. First of all, the the cinematography of the whole area of Tuscany in Italy. Just breathtaking. And it's a journey not only that many of the pilgrims of the faith were taking, but it's also a story about the journey of our lives. 
and songs that inspire us. And, uh, and uh, Bacelli and his wife, Veronica, they are traveling along this 200-mile 200 200 mile road by horseback. And along the way, Michael W. Smith, uh, Tori Kelly, uh, Taryn Wells, and Taya uh, from Oceans, uh, they had a chance to join part of the journey and the musical performances and the worshiping at some of these ancient citadels and churches. It was just breathtaking, as well as... Um, the two cellos, the 40 fingers, you'll know more if you get a chance to see it. It began with a blessing from the Pope there in Vatican Square. But uh, it really needs to be seen on the big screen. And it is an absolute uh, edification of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And to hear the great tenor, Andre Bocelli, uh, sing Amazing Grace in the first verses. And then to be joined by all of the stars, all, all of the Christian artists, I should say, that I just mentioned, it was quite a spiritual experience last night. It's at the theaters, so um, they're not paying me to say this, not an official promotion, but I'm just telling you, it is very much worth seeing and seeing on the big screen. Also want to remind you that tomorrow uh, at 11 o'clock, uh, unfortunately, Senate Bill 1220 is going to be heard in the Senate Rules Committee in Tallahassee, Florida. This is the bill that you've been hearing me talk about with our something to think about. It is the defamation bill that uh, if this bill were to be adopted in Florida law, uh, I would be at great risk coming on the air each and every afternoon and having a talk show and telling you my opinion. And uh, not only me, but also Salem Radio, and of course, we're part of Salem Media Group. This is the bill that I told you that if Rush Limbaugh were alive today and broadcasting from what many remember to be his EIB studios from South Florida, uh, he too would have to leave the state because this opens up myself uh, being sued personally for just about anything. If I say anything about anybody, and it could be deemed as a defamation comment. So we at Salem Media, Salem Radio, we are uh, opposed to this bill. And so we understand there's going to be some amendments, but I don't think they're going to make uh, us happy or me happy. But I'll have more to talk about this bill tomorrow. Again, it's uh, by Senator Broder. Senate Bill 1220, and we're asking you to make those calls the legislature if you want to keep this program and Salem Radio both on the Christian format and the, con- and the conservative talk format. Last but not least, uh, we may be down to a couple or two, but right now, hey, I, so I got a call during the show, so let me tell you, and don't worry if uh, we, we, we got to go that we, we're going to wrap up here. If uh, two of you end up coming up right now or maybe four, We'll work things out, but right now we're going to—we're close to closing it out. So uh, if you would like to go to Israel, please don't delay. Go to BillBunkley.com, BillBunkley.com. Check out the trip, $4,500 a piece, but double occupancy. Uh, to hold your space is $700, but for two, that's $1,400. Check out the itinerary. Email me. I'll answer your questions, or you can call me. I'll call you back. The number to call, leave a message, is 813-264-2977, 813-264-2977. 
813-264-2977. You can uh, come go with us, be as excited as Dave was a few moments ago. And like I say, we are just about to close it out. But you, you, if God's tugging on your heart and you have the ability to go, come and let's go. Let's talk about it. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'm going to sign off for now. We'll see you tomorrow at 3. God bless and good afternoon. Do you have Medicare and do you use it? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.